What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode uh, 109. Evan, you wanted to let everyone know real quick what's what's happening now? Well, uh, yeah, the episodes. The Patreon shifted. We're not going to be doing the one week wait for episodes anymore. So this will just stay live for you guys afterwards. That's just a thing now. Cool. All right. Very cool. Yeah. So it'll just be up. It'll just stay live. You guys can watch it anytime. Um, so that'll be up for you. Uh, Sean said he's uploading something so he'll be in in a, in a few minutes and jordan's having some issues right now so i don't i don't know if we'll see him tonight maybe, maybe i'll be back next week i guess and then max is at a horror convention from what i've gathered if that's correct um but we still have some people here with us tonight because we have a couple things we have to go over including the sonic movie and some others let's go from right to left here oj player since with us what's going on man i'm here and i'm here to tell all of you guys that the best thing for madden is for it to not be on the nintendo switch Oh man, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that that's what they actually they said that, didn't they? Yeah, last year. So I'm just making sure I reinforce that because it's coming out this year. Patrick Mahone's on the cover. The best thing for the game, because we all have to support the creators, you know, their vision, right? No easy mode in second. Yeah. <laughs> no, their vision is no Madden is not good for this. It's not good for the game if it's on oh, Switch. So hey, I no. support their vision. If we want to support the artistic vision, then everyone should be okay with the Sonic movie. Pretty much. Hey, just, everyone complained about it, but artistic vision is only relevant when it comes to a From Software game in difficulty. And Madden. And Madden. And mm -hmm. Madden when it doesn't want to come to Switch. You hear him, uh, Nate's with us. What's going on, Nate? Not too much. You were you were you were quite busy this week with a with a lot of recording. I saw so a lot of, a lot of games were hitting. A lot of indie games and stuff were hitting. So I'm sure we'll go over a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, we'll go over a good like Scarface, Godfather, Grand Theft Auto game soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Evan, Evan, what's going on? You, you had your free comic book day today, right? Yeah, pretty burned out from that whole eight hours of drawing and talking to people. How'd that How'd that go though? It was all right. Yeah, got some it, stuff done. Was it uh, Was it busy there? Oh yeah. Oh, oh wow, yeah. cool. Oh, very, good. very good. I saw the picture you posted on Twitter. Looked like you were set up and ready to go. So oh, yeah. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Uh so what's everyone been playing this week while waiting for Sean to get in here? What's everyone been up to? Anything good? Uh it was kind of a, there wasn't like a ton of other stuff that came out. So really I've just been really going through Dragon's Dogma and realizing how amazing this game is. Like it is a phenomenal RPG. I know I talked about it before, but there's so much to do in the game. There's so many cool skills and uh, the combat system. A lot of people like to liken it like, oh, is it like Skyrim or anything? It actually plays way better than Skyrim. It actually plays like leagues better than Skyrim, in my opinion, at least. When it comes to the action gameplay, it's really good. Skyrim has a better progression system, but the combat in this game is so finely crafted and well done. And it literally runs perfect on the Nintendo Switch. It looks great. It's an Xbox 360 game that was ported over to the PS4 and Xbox One, but there isn't a lot of like, if people are still wondering whether you should get the game or not, like it's $29.99 and everything's on the cart. There's one small day one update and it's it's just fantastic. It's it's really good. Um, it has some type of like pseudo online. I've started to get into that just a little bit where you can like borrow other people's pawns or you can send your pawns out and they actually bring back items. I just uh, got a little bit into that uh, recently, getting some items from my pawns uh, that have come back. So it's just... um. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's really good. It's $29.99. You can't beat the price. Uh, so I'm really enjoying that. And I've been really kind of getting hardcore into Joker and Smash Bros. I'm actually starting to like learn and win consistently with them. I've gotten to about 4.6 million Elite Smash. So I'm really, uh, really liking what Joker is doing. I'm learning some new tricks. So that's really what I've been doing. Just Dragon's Dogma and really grinding out Joker uh, so I can win a damn tournament. <laughs> win a damn local. <laughs> Oh, is that the, is that the plan? Is that the that's plan? the plan. That's the plan. I've I've been using Wolf this whole time and losing to that damn fourteen year old or whatever. Um, but I think I'm gonna go next. I'm probably gonna go next week and I'm gonna I'm gonna try Joker 
I think I'll be able to get him. I think because he uses Peach, so I think I'll be able to get him with with, with my Joker. So that's the plan. Okay, very that's cool. Very cool. What about uh, Nate? You played like a billion games. What, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I've been playing some Dragon's Dogma myself, but I, I played on 360. I played Dark Arisen on the Xbox One, but the Switch just having it portable just makes it a lot more fun. But aside from that, I've been playing Saints Row the Third, the full package on Switch. Nice. Yeah, I haven't, Sniper. I haven't, I haven't grabbed that yet. I need to try that though. Sniper Elite V2 Remastered. You know, it's kind of fun shooting people in the head long distance. And the gyro controls aren't too bad in the game. Yeah, that that one I play. I'm playing that one as well a bit here and there. Uh, it it doesn't. It still looks like a 360. Like you can tell it's a 360 game. <laughs> it still looks. Yeah, like you can. Yeah, it's uh, not visually amazing or anything. But. What no, game are you guys talking about? Sniper Elite V2. Sniper. Okay, is it like? 360 game as I, I have the game actually. I played it just a bit. I wasn't really paying attention. So are you talking about like 360 game the same as like Dragon how Dragon's Dogma kind of looks? Compared uh, or is it worse? Yeah. I mean I, I think it's worse looking than like what they did with Dragon's Dogma. It still looks very similar to that 360 game. I think it's just they upscaled it really. I think mm. that was mostly it. Yeah, like I don't know if that's just strictly to the Switch version or it might just be across the board for this particular release. Like, I don't know yeah. how the PS4 version of Sniper Elite right. V2 looks. So it could just be, this is just a, you know, low effort. Like a quick, it. yeah, like a quick port yeah. job, basically. Yeah, so that's, that's qu- what I'm thinking. Quicker than the port job of the one on the Wii U? <laughs> mm, that's a good question. I, you know, I, I would like to see some of those graphics. I'd like to see some of those comparisons. That'd be interesting. Nate, do you have uh, do you have it on the 360? Yeah, I'll, I'll have Ooh. a comparison for Saints Row up when the embargo lists. Well, I mean, I'm um, going Saints oh. Row, Saints Row, or not Saints Row, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Sniper Elite. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I have to check. Because yeah, I mean, if if I'll do a comparison of that. If yeah, I, I would really be interested to see that comparison. Yeah. Uh, but, see different yeah. So, yeah, I also have a Saints Row one up. Yeah, I need to get Saints Row. That GameStop's doing this really nice physical copy for yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I want. I want to get that physical. I want to. I, I could have got a review copy. I was just like, you know what? what I mean, I'm probably not going to have time to play it anyway. Let me just go grab it. Because I'm going to grab the physical copy. Because that it's like $3.99 and you get all that. You get like uh, posters and yeah, slip cover and everything too. It's, it looks we, it looks good. They're calling it the Spawn Wave Edition over on Player Essence, man. We're oh, like, yeah? All right. We <laughs> 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 were like, this is Spawn Wave Edition. of say, There's only one edition. It's the first Spawn Wave Edition of the game. That's cool. I'm going to grab that. Yeah, I liked Saints Row the Third a lot. That was a fun game. So I'll grab it on there. I will. Um, but... Uh, you played, you played uh, what you called as well, right, Nate? Shake, shake down a lot. Yep. Yeah, yep. This, this game is awesome. It is, is really it? good. It is this very game, good. It's, I mean, the way I've described it, it's kind of like you're like Scarface. You're just sitting like I'm taking over this city in Hawaii. I'm shaking down all these buildings. I'm, I'm going outside with flamethrowers and burning trees down so I can build like a high-rise hotel. It's, it's just fun, and it is. I mean, you are kind of gangster in it. Yeah, it's it's it like it, it to me. It's kind of like how Saints Row made fun of uh, uh, Grand Auto as well, because it definitely makes fun of itself a lot. But yeah, like I love where I don't know how far you got into it because this is only probably within the first hour or so. Where the guy has his soda company and he rebrands yeah. it to sell gaming yeah. soda, <laughs> and then he does he's like filming the commercial and it's a live stream and the guy's spitting the soda out because it tastes so bad and he's faking like using the game controller because he doesn't know how to great. play video games and stuff. I'm like. That's amazing because it's mocking American culture of like how they advertise games and those stupid commercials like, oh, you got to tighten up the graphics on level three, that stupid college commercial from years ago. It's fun. Like it compared to uh, if you go back to Retro City Rampage, 
and then you go to this you can tell it took them a while to build it like we've been talking about this game for a while waiting for it to come out and it's like this full yeah. open world style game and you basically build up like your empire like you actually buy buildings and then you at that point get payroll and then you also get revenue from them so you have employees to take care of like nate did you uh did you did you see the point where you can get a pharmaceutical company and if you buy them you're you get better health insurance and cheaper health insurance for your employees no i'm not that far yet i got too distracted by shaking down a bunch of buildings and that's really funny though did you i i did a shakedown for a building and they had a uh like a trap door that dropped yes in the basement. i did i did that one last night and then you get out and when you escape the guy looks like how did you get out yeah. i'm like what's up and the guy's just like oh shit, i'll pay it's Bye. great yeah you go and you shake him down by you basically you just like go in there and you go oh, it would be tough to run this place without shelves and they're like what then you take out a baseball bat and start bashing all the shelves in. yeah it's just like yeah then you go outside they're like you know who owns this place you walk outside and there's a gang attacking you're just in the middle of the street with like a machine gun shooting all the guys down but it's like oh damage the building i take out my flamethrower start lighting it on fire it's I love how like diverse how the shakedowns go. Be like, oh, you just stand next to the customers and you make it, them feel uncomfortable until they leave. Yeah, it's really it's it's just really fun. There's a lot to that game, and they had a they had a mission that I did early on where they sent where you actually changed characters and you had to go uh, save their farm. Yeah, yeah, like, farm. yeah. The, like what was it? The avocado farm or like yeah, the banana oh farm? God. You're sitting here shooting. Like, you're taking over different cartel. The cartel yeah. took it over. It's like, and then okay. you're playing. Yeah. Then you have his gamer son who doesn't do shit and you're just like mugging people and you're robbing houses. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really, it's a really good game for 20 bucks. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just, it's a lot more varied than I was expecting with just the whole, even like the tone of the game. It's a lot yeah. better than, uh, rcr was i didn't really like that that much yeah well this is this is there's a lot more to this like when i actually yeah. started playing it i was like okay now i i get why it's it took them so long to make it um it's just it's yeah. just it, it's basically if you liked top down old school grand theft auto it's that but more so if if you enjoyed those games you'll like this a lot and it's coming out on the vita like they're, they're doing a full-on physical release for the playstation vita yeah, they put up the pre-orders, what was it, last week or something? Yeah, man, people are buying those up like crazy, too. So that that is really cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's completely worth uh, picking up. That's next week, right? The 7th, I think? Yep. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Yeah. So there you go. It'll be out then, and people can pick it up. But I think it's worth the 20. It's it's really, really fun. Um, yeah, this, is, this seems like one of those must-have releases during the month of May. Yeah. Uh, I, I also played uh, Final Fantasy 12 because I went ahead and picked it up on the Switch. So I wanted to play it again and see how it looked and everything on the Switch. And it's, it's good. It, it's fun to get back to 12 uh, just because I played it back on the PS2 a lot. And I didn't really revisit it much on the PS4 when they redid it. But uh, here I'm playing on the on the Switch. And it's actually really cool. They have a full reversible cover art, but they did put an advertisement in place of a manual. So they could have put a manual in here, but they put advertisement for Final Fantasy 10. I don't know why they did that. Oh, they want you to buy that game too. Yeah, I already bought it. They should have just put it on the. They should just give me a, ma a manual. But it plays well, thirty frames per second, all of that. Um, I I know Digital Foundry did a full like thing on it, and it was like I think lower than seven twenty p in handheld and lower than ten eighty p in dock. But it's a PS two game, so I really don't. I really don't notice as much as I would for like a newer game. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm it's like it's like right under nine hundred p. 
for docked and then like 560 something or 570 something yeah undocked. I, think I think it's 576 undocked and like 864 or something docked. yeah yeah like right on so right around visually what i mean it's a ps2 game yeah point. i mean <laughs> I, like i have a comparison of the switch version of 12 versus the ps4 up on my channel and like yeah you can tell the resolution's a little lower but there's really it's not so major that if it you didn't see it side by side, you probably wouldn't even notice. Yeah. So I'm I'm playing and I'm I'm fine with it. But uh it plays well in handheld mode, and that's uh that's how I kinda wanted to play twelve anyway. Yeah. So um it, playing, it, it, it is sixty frames 10. on the X, I will say that. So that's cool. Yeah, ten. Ten's good as well. I have that on uh I got that on the Switch. The weird thing is though that the whole thing with the American release where uh you need the cartridge in to play your downloaded copy of 10.2. So uh, I assume you got the the version that released it in the East. That is the one to get. Yeah, I got that one. The one <laughs> You're fine then. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, because both of the games are on the cartridge. I just gotta really find a bit more. I want to get through Dragon's Dogma streaming that, but I, then I want to find a bit more to kind of get some time to play that game. But yeah, it's really cool that they at least they have that option. There's I also get like I think I know there's a game that I was watching you play too. I talked about like what was it? Uh, Final Fantasy the Maxima game. Yeah, like, that was uh yeah that yeah I played that on the Switch a while ago. Um, yeah, I remember watching your video on that. Too. That one's pretty good as well. It played fine on the Switch um, also, but they didn't do a physical copy of it, which is weird. You know, they did. They did one in Asia. I got uh, I, that one came in just a bit ago too. So I there I, you go. Yeah, they did one where the whole thing is on there. That's why I kind of remembered it, and I remember your your video on it. And um, I know it's kind of like game. that one's kind of like Pokemon mixed with Final Fantasy. Yeah, from what I the little bit that I've played, yeah, a little bit like that. But um, they did do a physical version. Oh my! Yeah, that's uh, World of Final Fantasy Maxima Edition is what it's called. Now that I'm thinking yes. about it. Yes, yeah, there is a physical, and you can get them. They're actually not too bad on Play Asia, guys. If you want to get a physical edition of the game, I think it's like forty something dollars with shipped. It's like fifty bucks. So it's not bad to get imported. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not bad at all. Jordan, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Sorry about that. Uh, you smell like crap. Internet troubles. No, my shower, all my plumbing, <laughs> all my plumbing is working now. So I had a good shower earlier. Oh, okay. But uh, but uh, yeah, my my power has been all funky from the storms yesterday. So my internet's been bad. So sorry about being late. Your internet's back and everything's good now, huh? Yeah, I'm good right now. We're here. Okay. I made it. Not too late, but late okay. still. So okay. you missed all the topics. You went through the whole show in 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Oh, oh man, see, I'm the one who slows the show down. I knew it. We we're talking about the the games we've been playing. We ran through quite a few of them. Um, any anything you were you were playing this week? Uh, yeah, there was a, a few different things. I finally got that Rock Band Four guitar <laughs> after all this time. So where'd you I, find I, it? Uh, so I found I, I found this uh, one eBay seller who actually had a decent price on it for under like fifty dollars, um, and it works and all that, and it was good. So I, I tested it out this week and played like an hour or so of Rock Band. Uh, I played. Um, so I'm working on a video on it, uh, the 2008 Prince of Persia. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, the nice. one where you can't die, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> super easy one. <laughs> yeah, because um, so, I find that one fascinating. I find the whole story of the, like that. I guess it's such like the outlier game of the Prince of Persia series. So um, I played a bunch of that actually because it's actually you can play it on Xbox One X or One in general. So I got a bat. It's backwards compatible. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's been cool. Um, that's really it. I've been playing some Tales in the Borderlands and, and stuff like that, but nothing nothing too much this this past oh, week. I see. You're perfect for the topic for the Borderlands uh, three microtransactions then. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to add, I was also, I played Nintendo Labo, finally, the VR Labo. Oh, you played the VR stuff. Oh, yeah, I, I was telling people, I said, I look, I, I look directly into the sun and yeah. it, was all, it was all over. It hurts. It, man, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Don't look into the sun with the Labo, kids. Um, oh, gosh. Digital Foundry did a whole thing on that. And that was, um, that was something. <laughs> I almost bought the VR kit today. Yeah. Really? I, I was at Target. And they happen to have a bunch in stock. And I was like, hmm, $40. And then I said, nah, I just walked away from it. But I, I sat there for a good second and <laughs> contemplated. I was you like, say, do I need it now? And I said, nah, I don't need it right now. You saved $40. I spent 33 <laughs> with my Best Buy Gamers Club. And ooh, what a deal. I, gosh, I dislike Lava VR. No, you I'm have gonna do to. A video. No, the video has to be why it surprised you. And yeah, hey, I know. Surprises, stuff... surprise, surprise yes. doesn't mean good. Doesn't There's have to some be good. surprises. But, like, my honest opinion of this stuff, man, I hate putting crap up to my eyes. Like, I don't want to put anything that close to my eyes, whether it's good VR or not, but Lava VR just. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I'm done. With it, that it, one. Was it? Was it? Did it make your eyes water? It made my eyes water yeah. a bit. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not surprised to hear that. It made my yeah. eyes water. It just. It's like you gotta hold it up. It feels like a job, dude. It feels yeah. like like it feels like taxing to use this thing. Like it's just making it was cool. That was actually fun. That's gonna be one of the things. It was actually kind of cool to make it. It was like. If you have like nieces or nephews, it's like great for that, like building with the family and stuff. That's really cool. I do enjoy. I did somewhat enjoy that, and like the the, the tutorial is really slick, and it makes it easy. You know what I mean? It makes it easy to build it. So yeah. that that's good, dude. Here's here's how you do your video. You start off number one, like your your number one reason it surprises you. Oh, it was fun to make it, right? And then your number 10 or whatever, whatever your last number is, it's like it's also fun to break it, and then you just <laughs> smash it on the ground at the end of the video. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh yeah like i said i saw the digital foundry thing they did and it, it's like it's not it's not set up for vr very well we'll say that <laughs> it was like it's like it is 480p vr i've, I've uh, seen everyone's video where they get to describe it because they're always like all right we're gonna try the vr uh, uh yep it's uh, grainy but it yep that's vr <laughs> the best part is that link's face are two dots and then like a dot for the mouth <laughs> like oh, that, that you can't make out any part of their face come Not on they're, they're going for that game. retro feel <laughs> for the retro feel you know what they probably could have done like something crazy with an nes game or something because we had that person on youtube who made like the nes game but made it 3d so you could flip it they probably could have done something with that and it probably could have been a higher resolution than you know 720p straight up then so Man, the, i think cool if like they had like an overhead view of like the original legend of zelda but you can see all the panels like yeah. you can zoom in and zoom out and see the whole map and they should just like that a, could be creative. Something like an, like I said, exploring like really like like loca locations that they have like that we've known throughout the years, stuff like that. Yeah, but, but I feel like a workout, man. I mean, I yeah. work out, but I mean, well, I'm up here holding like I need to put this down for a second. They need to, they need to recycle some of those uh, Virtual Boy stands and just sell them. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, they, they should just sell a head strap. But they don't yeah, want people. They don't want no. people sitting there with their heads strapped to this horse. This then, low. Then, then you can't make, have VR. Don't, don't make a game like Breath of the Wild VR. But then they need people to buy it. So it's. <laughs> I mean, it's like they should have made like Captain Toad VR compatible. The game. Oh, oh that'd, that'd be perfect. Yeah, that would be perfect for. I mean, it. even do uh, Link's Awakening because it has that like 
the weird overhead. diorama visual camera yeah. style. So in VR, it would actually look pretty cool. But it still has the problem of I have to hold this thing up to my face for 20 minutes. That's exhausting to your arms. I know it only weighs a pound, but it's still, I mean, it's tiring. You're not going to play the game for more than like 10 minutes. Dude, we should do Wii Fit, dude. It's a workout. This I mean, They should have Wii Fit on there. Yeah, it, it, should be, it should be like you got to squat and shit with the VR and it measures you going up and down. Be like, yeah. Yeah, they should, dude. I'd be like, feel the bird, man. There, there you go, Nintendo. A new switch fit wait you gotta oh my gosh, in VR mode labo is not not the business <laughs> nate nate tell me tell me about saints row the third before we move on the switch uh, i'm not sure how right much now? i can oh. say really oh is it is it under embargo right now yeah it's under uh, embargo yeah. for i'm sure uh, it's like uh probably till like next saints week. row three yeah. there's yeah. some there's some official information on it though in terms of like how it runs and everything that we can talk about it's it's 1080 30 and 720 30 right yeah and then um basically no like big visual enhancements or anything like that it's pretty much the this is just that yeah just that port resolution and everything so there's not going to be anything that's like added in you know on top of that so um, I'm, cu- I'm curious i'm curious how many people missed that game game uh, sucks <laughs> Yeah, I'm not the latest. Wild one. Sean appears. No, Sean, I, I, Sean's I been know. looking forward to that game for a while. He kept talking what, about it. What, what game were we talking Saints, about? Saints, Saints Row the Third. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward. to Remember, it. I told you it was like two bucks on Steam, and you're like, "I'll oh, wait for the Switch version." I mean, Sean, I don't, I don't play computer games. Sean, you, you okay, man? You looking a little, looking a little drunk? You okay? You yeah, good? no, I'm good. I'm just okay. Tired. Okay, just tired. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did your, did your video upload? Yeah, it finally did. I don't know what, ha- what the hell happened. Like, nice. The internet just decided to restart, and then I had to wait for it to finish uploading, and then I had to do this, that, and the other. But yeah, we're good. Is there a video coming out tonight? Now? Yeah, it just it just came out. Oh, cool. What is it? Uh, I I finally took a look at Sniper Elite. Oh, okay, nice, nice, nice. That was one I I played as well for the week. What'd you think of it? I, I like it so far. I mean, it's obviously a little bit. Um, What's the word I'm looking for here? It it feels a bit slowish because okay. yeah. because of um, it's just how rebellion games are though. Like um, I remember uh, Rogue Trooper. It kind of felt the similar way um, as far as character movement was concerned. But I like it. You know, it's fun. I love the headshots and the body shots and the way bullets can go through multiple angles and multiple people. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks kind of it looks like a 360 game though, doesn't it? Like when you look yeah. at it. <laughs> that's what I was saying. It looks it looks like it's a, a straight port. Is there anything else you played this week? Um, not. Oh God, hold on. I'm getting feedback here. Uh, not really. No, I didn't really play much. This You're week, just honestly on that on that Mortal Kombat cabinet. Yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing those arcade cabinets way too much. I see. I I see. I see. You're like your game room keeps changing and upgrading slowly yeah i got i got um i actually got this bulb in today for my lamp that like changes color and i got this is that the lamp that's on the sign floor? yeah the yeah, one yeah. lamp in the house no there's no this is lamp number two we yep, get, yeah, you can get like uh like one of those ikea end tables or something for it you did it you finally yeah, did I'm it not, Sean. i'm not i'm not uh i'm not Look. spending money on a table but you got two tables like 50 bucks 15 dollar end table from ikea Oh, 15? That ain't yeah, bad. Just go get one of those. They have them all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That ain't bad. I could do that. Yeah. And I don't think that lamp weighs very much. So probably fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that arcade room looks looking nice. Are you about to cover that entire wall in arcade units? Is that the plan? 
Yeah, I'm probably going to move. the. Well, I mean, I got to wait for the next batch. There's actually a centipede um, one that's near my house for like 150 but I don't really care enough about centipede to want to pay 150 Like the, the centipede and the asteroids one are on sale for 150 and I'm just like, eh. Like I don't I don't care about those games, but yeah, whenever they start doing like NBA Jam and shit, like Ooh. like has been rumored, like yep. I'm gonna have to rearrange that whole room. I'll end Dude. up with just, like, NBA Jam is gonna that be wall that's gonna just... be ridiculous when that comes out. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Uh, let me let me go uh, let me go over to some of the super chats. Evan, do we have any uh, Discord questions? Uh, we got a couple. Would you like to would you like to hit me with one? Oh, Evan, did you play anything that good this week? Uh, I mean, this week was kind of slow. I've been playing Risk of Rain 2, which is still in, I guess, the process of being made on PC. Nice. And uh, Sea of Thieves actually dropped. Oh, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Because I saw you on, uh, it's in the Discord that you were playing Sea of Thieves, and I was very confused. Yeah, they dropped a patch on the 30th, which added an arena mode, which is literally just, that's it, small area, fight people, get loot, it's very oh. quick. And then they also added a uh, pretty elaborate puzzle-solving story mode to the main like sandbox. So you actually have driven story in the game. Now. Oh, okay. So there's actually something to do in the game like that then that like kind of like yep. directs you. Oh, okay, cool. So that game is going to be done like a year and a half after it came out. About yeah. Uh, okay. It's okay. like mo most of these, most of the games we're seeing that are games of service, they feel like the um the early release games on steam like the tried out before we release the games do so many more than just that but like that seems to be how it is especially for games that are more focused on the console release side of it that are going to try to continue forward it's let's release the beta tell them it's the full game and then a year later we'll give them the full game okay. like, all right i've actually uh, been watching some uh sea of thieves on uh on twitch because a few of my friends are playing it and I will say about that game, the graphics, like aside from like the cartoony look of the like characters and creatures, the skies at nighttime and, and the the water effects are absolutely incredible. No, like, yeah, that, that's where the like the budget I felt went like that. That looks incredible. That's definitely a huge focus. But since the crappy release that we all talked about, mm -hmm. uh, they've added things like Megalodon's ghost ships and just how they interact with each other. Like you can be fighting a ghost ship and then if the ghost ship hits the Megalodon, the Megalodon fights the ghost ship while you're trying to kill it. It's just crazy. No, the, the game is is interesting. It's definitely piqued my interest a little bit more, but uh, like like I'll wait. I'll wait until there's a little bit more stuff. Well, hold on, it's on, on Game on, Pass, man. It's it's game on pass. Pass. I know, I know it's on Game Pass. I know it's on Game Pass, but it's like I don't want to jump into it just yet. I'll wait a little bit longer. I want to see more added to it first. All right, we can go with a Discord question. Real talk: What movie is going to be worse, the new Doom movie or Sonic? Doom, Doom movie. I'm gonna go with Doom. I think Doom yeah. is worse. I do. I think. I think because well, because Sonic has uh, Jim Carrey at least. Yeah, the oh, Doom yeah. movie doesn't look like anyone tried. <laughs> <laughs> and like, That's aren't the, like the developers completely like disassociating yeah. themselves with the Doom movie? Whereas I think Sega has maybe they're involved a bit. I mean, I would they guess. Yeah, they yeah, are, yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah, um, that's gonna be the issue. Yeah, <laughs> the Doom movie is looking pretty trap. The Doom movie shit. might be so bad it's good. You know, it might be mm. one of those. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> in like two weeks. What? What the do Doom? Yeah. Is it? Is that thing actually going to theaters or is it on DVD straight up? The 
that's has to be going to on-demand services or DVD right away. There's no way that's getting a theatrical release. I, I bet highly they'll do, doubt it. I bet they'll do like a very limited one though, so they can get in Walmart. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Uh, well, straight to Redbox. <laughs> yeah, go to Redbox. Go to Netflix. Then, then it's in Walmart. You know, if it's on the Redbox. Oh yeah. There you go. They made it. Uh, the super chats. Uh, Onion plays as uh, opinions on Detective Pikachu movie trailers. What? Look, they've been great. You know, I, it looked it looked better than Sonic. You know, when I saw it, I said, "Okay, this looks like Pikachu." At least uh, I haven't obviously looked too much into it yet, but uh, I'm at least interested in the movie if it comes out to like Netflix or something like that. I don't know if I would actually go to the theater to see it personally, but it looks like they put some some effort into it more so than what happened with Sonic. So the reviews have been great. Uh, I'm gonna see it Thursday. Okay, yeah. Let yeah. me know if it's a, if it's worth going out to see at the theater. Oh, I I will. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I won't be shutting up about it. I've been pretty excited for this film for a while. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I think I think that they did a really good job, like designing the Pokemon so like they make sense, like in the real world. So, that'd be interesting. Um, Andy Andy Ackerman says no wheezing the juice with the big twenty five. Thanks, Andy. As uh, as usual, thank you. Uh, and then false icon with a dollar, no message. Um, so let me let me go over here to. Uh, let me start with the Sonic movie. All right. Because Sean, you talked about it quite a bit. I did. Okay. And OJ talked about it or the reaction. Yeah. And, and I think <laughs> Jordan, or, Jordan, you didn't talk about it at all on your channel, did you? No, I'm the only one who decided in, in the world not to make a reaction to it. That was a mistake. <laughs> I didn't even react to it. No, I didn't need Coolio copywriting me. <laughs> Coolio got paid. Coolio got money. If, it, if Coolio didn't claim it, Paramount would have. So, so the Sonic movie trailer comes out. Everyone made fun of the the model. I think I think everyone's thought on it was the model didn't look good, but people were interested because Jim Carrey's performance looked like it could be good, mm-hmm. and that was kind of about it. No one really talked about the, the too much about the plot or anything like that. That was like diving did, into it. That yeah, deep. Why, are you, why are you talking about plot in a Sonic movie? I mean, what, what is you guys got any plot from I mean, the idea that trailer? He's yeah. he's going between worlds, right? Isn't that the idea? Is he? Well, it's a yeah. it's a it's an origin story. So the idea is he's basically there. He's probably like it's the beginning of Sonic, essentially, and he causes that that blackout, you know, or whatever in the city or Seattle, wherever the hell they are, in Pacific Northwest or whatever, and then basically. Um, this is before Dr. Eggman or whatever, Robotnik, whatever you want to call him. This is before he turns into what we know him at not at this point because he still has the regular hair and the government still trusts him. So it's before he turns into this supervillain. So something's supposed to happen within that time period to where he turns into that. So that's basically the the basic premise that I gathered from the show. Yeah, because at the end it shows him in some other like what the mushroom that's that looks like a post credit scene. Yeah, it well, shows him bald and you know, actually like, looking normally like you know, robotic yeah. looks. Yeah, so. but it was it was so apparently it was so bad. Everyone basically agreed on it, and strangely, the director comes out and says they're going to change it before it comes out. And God, I can't believe the internet made it made that director and all those animators change it. Those poor people. Let's let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Let's keep the, let's keep that energy going, people. Every time something gets changed because of the internet, I want to see that energy. I want to see it all over Twitter and all over Facebook. So you get no. Your little, no, 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 no. I, no. I want to see you get Artistic those retweets. Artistic vision. 
There you they go. They can't add an easy mode to from software because guys it's artistic vision then sonic should look like a guy dressed up in a blue suit in his pajamas with a friggin freak sonic whatever the hedgehog head on is over his face i just want to know where where the outrage was for um bloodstained because bloodstained got a complete visual overhaul that comes out in june but nobody said anything about that you i know? mean you it, saw it, the, the trailer stuff pop up in the trailer and it's yeah, probably it like 20 yeah it's like 20 re replies. It was probably all in one day. The guy searched for himself on there and it all just popped up and he was like, damn it. Okay. I mean, I just, I just think it's, it's, it's so weird and how the internet went from like one extreme to the other. Like, yeah, it looked like shit. So they decided to change it. And now it's like a, a sob story about, you know, everything. Like it, it's, it's so weird to me. I mean, they didn't have to change it. Yeah. They didn't have, people were worried exactly. about the Pikachu movie coming up and they said, screw it and just went forward anyway. And it worked because the more they showed from it, the, the better it ended up looking. And now it's like heralded as a great movie. So here's, here's what I think why it happened so quick. Like, you know, like pretty much day of, you know, it's like, all right, we're going to change it. Relax, you know, calm down, put the fire out is that, when we first got that teaser poster, right? And everyone was like, why is he, why does the shape of him look weird? Uh, I wonder what the trailer is going to look like. And then we didn't see that trailer for a while. I think that Paramount didn't want to do anything different. And they said, we're going to put the trailer out. We're going to wait and see what happens. We're going to keep, keep moving forward with this. And hopefully no one, you know, really cares that much. I think the director probably cares a lot about Sonic and Sega themselves having a say really care about people's opinions of Sonic and well, their company. So I think that secretly they wanted the outrage backlash to happen so big so they can go back to Paramount and say, look, the internet hates this. We have to do something or we're making no money. And you know, that's why he came out and said like, Hey, uh, we're changing it. Yeah. Then, then they better delay the movie a year. Cause if I have to go into crunch time to make Sonic not look like some, monster but what if you look like sonic then but what if what if they had been working on what if that was just one of the models they come up came up with because i'm sure they came up with several yeah like yeah and like i mean use like i don't I, i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm privy to how you know um cgi animation works but correct me if i'm wrong but in my mind if they have all the the scenes are done like let's just be honest the scenes are done everything's probably somewhat in a post-production if you already have the model doing things and interacting with things how difficult would it be to overlay a new skin no no it's i've been following uh, visual effects artists specifically talking about this and for this movie it would be insanely rough to relight to reset the positions if they make him even slightly shorter his eyeline will be different so when characters are looking at him he'll be shorter than that or higher up depending on what they do with them. Mm. Uh, they have to redo a ton of stuff just to get it to look right in every single scene. It's not just the model. It's everything. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely going to cost them a lot. Let's say the base for the movie is about a hundred, hundred fifty million. Uh, these overhauls could easily double that. Plus their marketing budgets usually double the original budget. And if they want to recoup any of that, they got to market it harder. You're, they're looking at if this film this film has to make over 400 million at that point for them to be marketable. And I don't mm -hmm. see this film being bigger than four to 500 million. Like I see detective Pikachu already tracking for that 800 mil 1.2 billion. I don't see Sonic wow. pulling in half a billion. Wow. You're giving detective Pikachu a lot more than I would. I, I figured oh, Pikachu, dude, it's going to be huge. It's, I think it's it, going to settle between 500 and 750. 
I think that's a fair. That's fair. I wouldn't be surprised if it hit 750, but at the same time, it's Pokemon. Pikachu is the most recognizable character yeah, in the world. I, it's going to be overseas. That's going to drive it more. Than yeah, American. absolutely. Overseas, the film is going to crush. Mm. I mean, it's just it's interesting that they just showed up on Twitter and said, we're going to change it. We're going to fix it like really quickly. I feel like you wouldn't do that unless something like you were saying, Jordan, like mm. in the background, some you know, some internal politics or something happened. Yeah, uh, it just seems like they took a director who's inexperienced, gave him a shot, you know, like who, who only has a short film under his resume of directing. Um, and they're and they're like, all right, but you have to listen to us and do all this and do all this. And then this is him kind of throwing it back in their face saying, look, they're not liking it. Our, our audience who would see this is not liking it. They're making fun of it. They're talking crap about it. I know it's promotion, but it's not good promotion at this point to everyone just thinks the movie's going to be actual crap. Uh, and then they finally caved in and well, hopefully we'll get, get something better out of it. I didn't think the trailer itself was bad. There's some outdated like jokes. I actually thought the joke at the end was kind of funny. You know, like, oh, you have your kid in your bag? It's like, oh, it's not my kid. Uh, like, you know, like, it's <laughs> fine. But, I mean, is changing his character model really going to take this movie from crap to good? Well, I need a full trailer. A better version of a bad movie. Well, I, I mean, need a full trailer to see the story. It made Bloodstained Ritual of the Night way better, right? There's better graphics. Same game. Better graphics. All of a sudden, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, now. I mean, I, no, I, no, it's not, not going to be amazing. I played that at PAX Ethan. The gameplay just isn't good. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think it has a better chance of, of making it. Like, the whole, the whole thing that blew my mind was uh, people were like, it's not for adults. It's for kids. Yes. Because taking an iconic character from the 1990s, whose sales were best in the 1990s, Sonic the Hedgehog, and starring <laughs> a human actor whose roles are most known for the late 80s and early or uh, late 80s to 90s, Jim Carrey, and using a song that was popular in the 1990 era, Gangsta's Paradise. Yes, they're definitely targeting children with this movie because you know kids are big coolio fans everyone loves coolio no they're kids, big james marston fans and and, <laughs> and everyone loves you know the kids are all about you know when's the next jim carrey movie coming out you know just just like in the fucking 90s when the kids were like oh when's the new ace ventura oh look the mask it's a new jim carrey movie yes yes totally the kids are still talking about jim carrey shut and the fuck up did you see the people who made the argument like oh it's a kid's movie it's not for you they're like and if you think back on it all the kids movies you guys like are actually trash one that is not true the yeah. movies we saw our kids some of those are freaking classics if you're gonna tell me land before time one is a piece oh. of shit go to hell be still my heart oh man that's one of my favorite movies of all we, time it makes me cry every we, single you know, time all the 80s and 90s movies are so bad that's why they're remaking all yeah. of them to like, make more money yeah, like if someone tells me ninja turtles from well, i was about to it, say 91, the original ninja turtles movie oh, like 89 if you're gonna tell me the original ninja turtles movie is shit you're wrong yeah go, <laughs> go put say. that dvd in right now and watch those that's an awesome Ninja Turtles. It's the best you could do with the material of what oh, Ninja yeah. Turtles is. It's better than the Shrek things they made. <laughs> I mean, those new Ninja Turtle movies are terrible. Shredder's not even a badass in them. He sucks. No. They actually Krang, had like he was he was Krang is all screwed up. <laughs> yeah, because I'll say Shredder was actually scary in that in the first yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, go to YouTube, people. Stop watching the show for the next two minutes and Google Shredder Sweet, TMNT soundtrack and listen to that music shredder comes out with like the most badass theme 
ever to hit a movie. It should be a wrestler's theme right now. And I'd say this guy is going to kick ass. <laughs> and they so, actually had him like wear the suits and everything. It was great. Yeah. Actors like portrayed like the turtles. It was awesome. Those suits were crazy to put together and to make. Like the, the the actors would get so hot in those suits, and there was a lot of problems with those suits. If you guys ever watch some of the behind the scenes of those uh, old school Ninja mm -hmm. Turtle movies, yeah. And then people showed me the picture where you could see the actors' teeth inside the suits, and it's just terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the, like the biggest things in in like in like film talk that like you know stuff I watch online or podcasts or anything and, and in the comment sections is a lot of people even online will like like on Twitter will be like oh it's for kids you know who cares if it's a good movie who oh, cares if it looks like crap this isn't for you it's for kids there that doesn't mean a kids if it's because it's for kids doesn't mean it can't be a good movie you know if it's a bad movie it's a bad movie if anyone can enjoy it that's great look at detective pikachu it's like it's not just for kids there's it's obviously playing for the new generation to get people yeah to get kids into it and it's heavily preying on the the 90s early 2000s nostalgia to get everyone in my generation to go see it it, it it's if it's a good movie it's a good movie we shouldn't just be shoveling crap out to kids like and that's if, it, it, there's a huge difference between a kid's movie it's that's for kids and a crappy movie that's just crappy and that's the well, thing, like Pixar movies, Disney movies, they're for kids, but adults go and see them and enjoy them. It's They don't just shovel out shit and say, well, it's a kid's movie. It's okay if it sucks. Yeah. It's, mean, almost, it's it, almost like a change of, of culture, though, in the movie industry, because the, the, the movies you watch as a kid and if you watch them as an adult, a lot of them you could when you watch it as a kid you liked it for certain reasons and when you watch it as an adult you like it for different reasons like there's jokes that might have gone mm -hmm. over your head or something like that and it just seems like a lot of these more modern movies i mean there are exceptions but it seems like more of these modern movies they don't do that they just you know bright lights flashy colors kids like you know shit like that it's, it's and weird. it's great when you get movies like into the spider-verse where a kid can be visually entertained by actual like real art on the screen like it's not just like the standard typical animated film and there's actual some really cool artistical you know value to it and it's a film that actually one of the rare you know animated films that talks about death that actually has a conversation and you can learn something from it and be entertained while you're young and as you grow up learn from it all these kids who are into the avengers films who are watching it who are you know under 10 years old or around 10 years old are being taken to it like kid movies aren't just like the animated really like you know pg safe movies they're starting to go see movies with a little bit of swearing in them because all these superhero films you go to any of the avengers films they're saying shit like four or five times in the film you know there's death they're dealing with there's blood there's fighting and there's entertainment value and stuff you learn as you grow up to these kind of films and i think it's really interesting conversation to have because uh, like i grew up on rated r films to learn from a young age uh, about you know all this different stuff, and I, I thought it was very interesting that I wasn't just raised on like oh here's Veggie Tales and like you just watched this you know. Also, let's be real. Do we really need our? Do we really need the kids, the new generation, come up to to take that model and uh, think that that's Sonic? No, absolutely well, not. No. <laughs> but why? Why would the kid like like um? I tried to get um my um. I don't know what the fuck he is. I guess he's a cousin. It's my cousin's kid. Um, for his for his birthday, I was gonna buy him um, Sonic Forces because it was on sale for like twenty bucks. I don't think it's a bad game. It for a kid, it's not. It's definitely not a bad game. And um, 
like he already had that game. So I ended up stuck with two copies of Sonic Forces. But it's like, has Sonic ever fucking looked like that in anything ever? No. 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 Why didn't you get your cousin's kid Sonic Mania? Why did you go to the shitty Sonic when there's a good Sonic? Because he already had it, I think. All right. They spoil that little you bastard. A Wii U, a you buy him Sonic Boom. Uh, oh god. <laughs> it's uh it yeah, I don't I don't want the the younger generation to know that as Sonic. That's not a good idea. I mean, I I don't like the fact that this generation thinks the turtles are these Shrek abominations. Now you got you got to you got to sit them down and they have to see that first Sonic. They're, you're you're watch the turtles. They're re, don't worry. They're they're re-rebooting it, I think for oh, next year. No. So it's not going to be like the uh, the two Michael Bay films. I mean, you got to get the Henson puppets back. You got Kevin Nash to be Super Shredder. You got to get Vanilla Ice to do Go Ninja because he just freestyled that whole rap. He just sat there and said, Yo, you ever see a turtle get down? I mean, Out of nowhere. TMNT is done by Tel Toro. It'd be great. That's Hothar and Razor. So here's, here's the question When did they show us uh, the new Sonic model? Ooh, like, how far Comic-Con. are we off from that? Because that could tell us if they actually had it already, like, ready to go. Because, like, if they show it to us in like a month, Oh, People yeah. are going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, if we get it that quick, month. I, I feel like if they're just starting to work on it, we're going to around. I would say they, they'd probably do something around Comic-Con. I would say like towards the end of the summer, we would get more info on it. But if they're really trying to, uh, or they really have something already, you know, they're being secretive over there playing games, then we'll get it sooner. Yeah, because well, they- it's out in November. I mean, yeah. don't they do focus testing groups anymore and stuff like that? <laughs> that's they what do. I like. That. <laughs> like that's no, a I'm, good point. That means I'm, kids looked at this thing and said, he's fun. No, a well, bunch of investors actually instead yeah. looked at this thing and went, yes, we can market this. <laughs> but oh, I, mean, you, I mean, that's a nightmare-inducing creature. But, like, because one of the things I alluded to in my second video on, on the movie after they decided to change it and I saw the hypocrisy of people, which, of course, got me a little bit of heat, but is what it is, um, was the fact that... <laughs> Are you talking about the artistic vision thing? No, I'm talking about... I'm ta- well, I'm talking about this whole woe is me these poor people are now going to work in crunch time. There's unions. These people have unions. Game developers do not have unions. So where is this energy when we see games change like Bloodstain? That was my whole point. People, people in the chat didn't understand my Bloodstain reference. Holy shit! You just got a hundred bucks. Eric, what is the, is Eric. That, he said my boy's Goose Game. Eric, now how much is going to cost? We're already going to be playing Goose Game, man. I think at this <laughs> point we've you've gotten like five hundred dollars to play Untitled Goose Game. I was going to say, Eric, yeah, we're playing Goose Game, my man. We're playing Goose Game. Thanks for the hundred dollars super chat. That's quite a donation. Uh, for Goose Game, though, do we know when that's coming out, Nate? Because you're on top of that. They've right, only right. said second half 2019. Yeah. Nate, Nate's all over that. We're going to have to... That, I, mean, I, I had to play Duck get the Game copy. just so I could get a little Duck action in, on my Switch. Eric, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do something with Goose Game. I think if it has multiplayer, we should do like a, like a, like a spawn cast like play session where we, where we play Goose cast. for part of it. Mess with each other. <laughs> guys, welcome to Goose Cast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that'd be a fun idea. Do a I'll goose game uh, uh part of the the spawn cast where we just play goose game for multiplayer. Yeah, we can mess around with that farmer and take his keys and spray him with a hose. <laughs> Dude, if that, if it has multiplayer, awesome. Yeah, Eric, thank thank you very much, Eric. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do something with Goose Game. Like I said, if we do like multiplayer or gameplay for it, we'll have fun with it though, because we've actually been talking about that game quite a bit. 
Shout you should hit up the developers. Be like, hey, you know, it's John. You know, Spawncast. You know, you know, no, no big deal. Uh, make sure you put multiplayer <laughs> in there. Enough for a minimum of eight people. Yeah, trying to play it on on stream. <laughs> gonna play. We're running that bunch of bunch of you know geese just running around, and that'd be fun. That'd be fun. I hope they. I hope they do that. That'd, that'd be, be cool. great. That'd be cool. Oh um, yeah. Anyways, oh, back sorry. to what I was saying. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I just I just wanted to make this point is that. We remember Max talked to us like two months ago about this trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he told us about it. Yeah, he's a he told us, Paradise. and I was, and you know, I was like, okay, you know, you know, I, I like you, Max, but you know, maybe, maybe you, you know, you smoked a little weed, you know, maybe somebody put a mushroom in your in your pizza, you didn't realize, and you envisioned this, but he <laughs> knew exactly what the debut trailer was going to be months ago. Mm -hmm. So this trailer has been like fucking sitting there and nobody, nobody thought to say, oh, you know what? You know, that, that, um, that, that's just not, that's just, it's not what I'm, it's not what I'm looking for. That's I, not what's good. I think you said there were like stand in images. Like it was a raw trailer. I think we've seen yeah. these before where you'll see like the little green ball and then you'll hear the voice and that's it. But uh, yeah, he was talking about that. He saw some of the models, but then claimed it looked weird then for him. But he said it was uh, that shape for a reason, and I guess guess it was because it was bad. That was the reason. I don't know. Mm. Uh, any any other thoughts on the Sonic movie before we before we move on to uh, probably a Discord question, Evan? Any, any uh, you want to get one ready? Any how other come, thoughts on this? How come Sonic sits there looking at his watch while there's a bunch of missiles incoming, but then he gets shot by a trank dart? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't that using was, the speed force come on uh yeah. that was one why is he covered in lightning too why is why are they all why does every animated film have to worry about fitbits or tracking your steps is my thing it's like pikachu is a thing he's like oh i'm gonna haul hundred thousand steps this hour and then saw like oh i had nine million steps today like it's like wh why why are they all so worried about their fitness because because uh, that's like a real popular thing like fitbits and stuff that's that but like is it just business. weird to me that two animated films have the same joke in them like like that close like it's there's just gonna be to more i think there's gonna be more considering how popular fitbit is and like i think people. sonic will have more i think pikachu is just like a ryan reynolds one-off comment thing well, that, like, know, like, in the future there's going to be more of it movies that talk about fitbit or talk about you know whatever God, gonna and the we're going to end this i'm going to end this fitbit revolution all right i'm gonna call hollywood up and be like all right stop with these fitbit jokes i think to finish up the movie they have to have metal sonic and they also have to have <laughs> supersonic in it <laughs> Is Tails in this movie? No, I hope, a, I hope it, not. It's an origin story. There's not. I don't think there's going to be any Sonic buddies in this. Good. Movie. Yeah, actually, John, I'd be terrified what like Tails would look like. John, I do, I do, I do. I can actually see the Metal Sonic and Super Sonic. I can actually see it. Robotnik's like last thing is like I know how to fight this guy. Yep. We make a robot that's just like him. And then, of course, the only way to beat him is Sonic has to go supersonic. But That's he was it. using he was the using movie. His, he, he got one of the quills and he was looking at it almost like he was examining it. I bet she's going to make Dude, a metal Sonic and then 100%. Sonic ends up going supersonic at the end. Or or they're going to mess it up and he's going to have like a giant mech, you know, that he's going to be in that looks like Sonic or something oh, man. stupid. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be great. They'll probably even, even incorporate time travel at this point. They'll make it so that supersonic can reverse time like five <laughs> minutes or something crazy. I mean, <laughs> Did anyone see um, the tweet that was circulating around comparing? I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. It's it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of messed up, and it was the funniest shit in the world. No, go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, no, I allow it. It's fine. Okay. Well, Jordan said it was cool. <laughs> yeah, with cool. um with Sonic in his teeth, and then oh, okay. um, with Boogie in his teeth. <laughs> 
so funny. That's the funniest thing I've seen. Jesus. <laughs> the thing oh, is, Boogie's wow. teeth will like grow into him in a little bit once it's more healed. Yeah. Sonic ain't growing into those chompers. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I laughed so hard at that shit. <laughs> Quality tweet. It was a good tweet. I'll have to see that. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I'll, I'll drop it in the chat. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and drop it in. Yeah. Doing it. Which chat are you dropping it into, Sean? I'll drop it into the, the both. Don't drop it into the actual chat. Drop it into the R chat. <laughs> I mean, the people want to see it. It's no, just, I got Twitter. It's just a Twitter. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just a Twitter. Right. It's just around there. Okay. Let's horrify everyone. In Evan, you got a Discord question for us? What would you think about a Bomberman Battle Royale? I brought this up uh, to Ant Dude at one point. I said, you know what? Bomberman Battle Royale as a free-to-play game on Nintendo's online service would be awesome. Mm -hmm. So do that, yes. That would be amazing. If they could do 100 people, big, huge map. The problem oh, is God. you wouldn't be able to zoom out obviously so you'd have to be pretty close to your character but then you wouldn't be able to see everything else i think that'd actually be pretty cool yeah they have to figure out the uh the shrinking aspect of the map <laughs> they'd uh, probably show you a, they'd show you a mini map so that you can get a general gist of where you are so that you know you need to keep going so that map would be huge like uh, you know 99 or 100 players and let's say the last two are on complete opposite ends would you wouldn't an, know give you an arrow that can lock you on to like like the nearest person or something like that. I think every time a few people die or something, they should have like, you know, a wall cave in and you well, have to move up. Yeah, they'll shrink yeah. it down too. Yeah, that makes sense. But I think they could, uh, that would be cool. That would be cool. I'd like that. Big battle royale. Absolutely. Um, another Discord question, Evan? Uh, this one's kind of weird. Uh, this guy's wondering if they're holding off the release of the Switch Pro until 5G is functioning so that Nintendo can create a next-gen dock or home console that will be a PS5, Xbox 2 level in order to allow a Switch Pro and or the current Switch to stream next-gen games right from their individual docks or home consoles. Dave? Yeah. I I don't think so, no. I, I Nintendo didn't even adopt 4G when they could have. Um, so I don't think that'll, that'll happen. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that. Nah. I, I think people have to get out of their minds that a Switch Pro, new Nintendo Switch, whatever you want to call it, it isn't coming into existence to compete with the PS5 and Xbox Scarlet. It's just going to be a slightly better current Switch so they can phase out the current Switch off the market. That's it. It's, it's not going to be some. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be some sort of weird stopgap. It's just going to be a new 3DS Switch version. Mm. All right then, that makes sense. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go over to Epic buying Rocket League. Well, they bought Psionics, who owns obviously Rocket League. Uh, this was kind of funny because online, everyone wants them to stop getting exclusives. So what do they do? They just buy Rocket League straight up and Psionics. Now it appears that they're going to leave it on all platforms right now. They have to finish up the deal at the end of this month, going into June. But at that point, they would then own. Rocket League, which is one of the most popular games on Steam right now. It's number four. And the two of the games above it right now on Steam are free-to-play games. And the one that's paid is um, Players Unknown's Battleground. So otherwise, it's one of the most popular games on Steam. And I I assume this is just their, a new strategy for them, is to buy, buy games that are very popular, specifically even on Steam, and possibly remove it. Because there's word that they could be removing it at the end of this year. 
Yeah, but I think they backtrack on that. <laughs> yeah, they. I think they backtrack on it because they don't want to put that out there right now. But I, I feel like it's coming down. Like I think at the end of this year, it's it's going to come I mean, off steam. It's kind of it's, like I get the outrage. You shouldn't pull the game off one of the services just because now you own it. How many copies of Rocket League are actively being sold on Steam right now? Uh, like, that's, I, that's I, like is it really? Is it selling? you know, 20,000 copies a week on Steam anymore? I know, the game's I, five years old. I know yesterday the concurrent player count was like 58,000 people at once. At any one time that wouldn't it. change this, though. If you have the game on Steam, you could still load it and play it. It's yeah, not it would affect current owners. It wouldn't change it the game from Steam. It wouldn't change it unless they changed whether or not the patches go to Steam for upcoming Ooh. versions, which they did for a game I purchased on Steam that got pulled off. Uh-oh. So, like, yeah, that? that's where it's... It's kind of it's a complicated issue. It's not just like oh yeah, you know, we're pulling it. It's going to come down to do you, are they still supporting that version or is it just going to be once we pull it that whatever current patch version you're at, it's done. Yeah, because we don't have Steam Spy anymore, so we couldn't, we can't actually see anymore. We used to be able to see the sales of it, uh, and unfortunately, we can't anymore. We just yeah. know that, of course, a bunch of people play it, and I still feel like they would get plenty of sales from it. Like, I don't think everybody with a PC owns Rocket League right now. Yeah, but there's games that are coming out that on the, on the Epic Store specifically brand new that aren't seeing good sales. I, the Twitter account for, I think it's called Satisfactory, the day it came out, I think they only sold six copies. Yeah, but World War Z sold uh, 250,000 yeah, on the Epic Game Store. They were thrilled with it. Apparently, that was like the best place that they sold it was in the Epic Game Store. Yeah, it's because there was nowhere else that they were selling it on the PC, so they couldn't compare. Yeah, that was the thing they grabbed there, and they got better. They got more money from it because they got a better cut. Well, they sold. They said that they sold one million in like a couple, a week or two. So yeah. two hundred fifty thousand from there, then the rest uh, from PS4 and Xbox One for a for that style of game because it's obviously not a full, you know, in terms of the budget. So they're yeah, they're. I mean, yeah, they're they're thrilled. People <laughs> were like, hungry for a, a new zombie type game like that. Like that was more Left for Deadish. Uh, also about that that sucks at that teaser trailer you know oh man yeah i saw that the left for dead three like teaser thing that somebody made and put oh, up oh man. that one hurt man that I was, saw it, I was like man it looks so legit i wouldn't be surprised if maybe it was legit and they're just like no 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 uh we don't know what that is uh csd3 but we don't know what that is the only reason <laughs> i i'm pretty sure it's not legit is because they had actual products in the trailer uh, yeah but they had pepsi in left for dead before yeah, but they had life cereal in that for dead four before oh. before damn it. Oh, before the same battleship. Yes, battleship. <laughs> yeah, B4. but they also, they also had like life cereal and some other stuff in there, too. <laughs> I mean, life cereal. and didn't didn't Valve come out and say, no, it's fake anyways. Yeah, they oh. said it's fake. Yeah, I mean, they could have been playing it off. But most likely that. Yeah, they're, I mean, Valve has to make a game. So I'm leading the direction that it was fake. Well, I mean, like they would have to make a game for it to exist is what I'm saying. Yeah, they haven't made a game in what, like six years. Yeah, they don't. Well, they made Artifact, but. Well, okay, yeah, six years. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Valve forgot how to make games. So. They don't. They don't need to. So that's the reason why they don't. There's no yeah, need. They got that no Steam money. For, yeah, the yeah, Steam is just money. so much money. What's the point of why even take the time to make a game? Oh, because <laughs> it's uh, creative and fans want more games in their well, series. When you're, like, when you're literally, all the execs are just getting dump trucks of money poured on them. It's like, 
why work harder when we can do less? Yeah. Why why start a new streaming service? Why try to create a new VR helmet? Like they're doing weird shit that none of us care about. That's the trick. Yeah, the VR helmet makes no sense to me. I don't know why they're doing that. They they've tried, I think, twice to uh, join with a company to build a Steam box system that's basically a console, Mm. but just runs Steam. Like they keep paying in all these directions that aren't game related because they want to try new things, but none of us really care. (laughs) So, yeah, their their headset is a thousand dollars with it with the the stand that comes with it. I kind of want to get it. (laughs) <laughs> really that VR, that's the one you want you don't want like a like an like the oculus was it the rift s that's four hundred dollars i know but like uh just the specs of this one sound fun like it sounds like the one to get because i could either just buy an oculus and be like ah, i'll settle well, or i mean the rift s looks pretty good so i mean the quest is the one i want because quest looks good but the rift s looks pretty good it's if solid you're, if you're gonna do weirdo vr do it the best quality possible I call all VR weirdo stuff. So if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna be a weirdo and do VR, get the best quality that you're gonna that you can get. Labo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I was gonna do that, the, I think the Vive Pro I think is like what sixteen hundred dollars or something. I'm just talking, uh, if you want to be really into like not just like you know oh I'm just gonna just try VR just like I'm just saying like if you really actually want to play the games and experience it like I mean you might as well like and that's why I mean um, that been said yeah it's like. Because the specs look cool, because that that'd be the one to get if you want to be into it. Like, that. did you did you know in London Heists on PlayStation World there's oh, a big gosh. head mode? There is. Yes, it was discovered well, this week. There's a video on Game Explorer. It took that long. <laughs> to discover. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. The three years to find it. It's a very active player base over there. <laughs> yeah. I, I am excited that their game's coming out. Their full game. I forgot the name of what it was called when they showed it off in the uh the vr presentation but uh the one that looks like you're in the middle of like an action movie uh, they've been working on that game for so long yeah, uh, ever since no not the iron man one no the, there's uh, another one yeah the one that's pretty... from london studios it looked uh, good yeah i mean i i like the little like london heist you oh know? blood and truth blood and truth yeah like i liked the little game that they made for playstation worlds like it was really fun and they had a good concept there so I've been very excited to see what they're going to do. If they can make it anything like to feel like you're in an action movie, legit, then I'm down. I think that could be fun. So does Epic Games, uh, do they make another big move like this? Any other games or companies they buy? Or do you think they just try for another exclusive? Like I thought if Red Dead Redemption 2 came to PC and they grabbed an exclusive deal of some kind, that would set the internet off. But at this point, I didn't expect them to buy Psionics. I don't know what else they do, but they still have... I mean, they have that $0.10 money, so... I mean, I, I think buying Psionics was a good move. It's kind of like when Microsoft bought Minecraft. Yeah, I would they say so. a highly popular, social, engaging game, and when they come out with the inevitable sequel, it's going to do well for them. Yeah, it makes they you wonder, you, it makes you wonder if they know something about Psionics, like if they got something they're about to drop or announce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rocket I mean, League 2. Ionics has worked closely with Epic since the very beginning. They used Unreal 3. They've worked with them on a lot of stuff. So it seems like, you know, this probably the conversation between them has probably been ongoing for a while now. Is Rocket League going to, uh, is that going to mobile phones? I think it's going to go free to play. That would be smart, honestly, at this point. If, yeah. I mean, you have Fortnite money, and then if you get some Rocket League free to play, it'll make the user base expand, and you're probably going to make more money with some microtransactions. I think that's where Epic will take the franchise. That would be that would actually be a really smart idea is to go free to play. Put it on everything just like they do with uh what's called Fortnite. That'd be good. Uh so we'll see. We'll see what Epic does 
going forward. We keep hearing about them, so I'm sure they'll buy something or exclusive something or snap something up. So I mean, they could buy all this stuff, but at the end of the day, they need to find a way to not be so hated. You You know, know? be some crazy news is if they, you know, fix their store up. Yeah, and it's a basic piece. That'd be that would just be insane. Because no matter no matter how like any good publicity like Borderlands 3 gets from how good the game looks or, or whatever, or people who got to play it. We're not talking about the microtransactions. Oh, we're going to talk about those microtransactions yeah. too. <laughs> um, but like in general, all the good stuff that comes from the excitement of Borderlands, there's the equal amount of people that are coming to the comment section saying, oh, I can't wait to play this game six months after release. Oh, I know this game was going to be good, but Epic ruined it. You know, like there's a reason that there's a, it's a huge backlash. Like the game is going to do numbers regardless. But yeah. there's a huge vocal part of it that is just the the PC numbers are going to be a huge huge downgrade from the second game until it goes on Steam. Don't don't you fuck on me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I get the reference. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, all right. Take that dude's cell phone away from him. <laughs> oh, Rand- Randy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what you get. Hey, Jordan, do you know if it's using? Is that not using Unreal Engine? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, because they'll they'll they don't have to uh, when they sell an Epic Store. You don't have to pay f- uh, fees for that then. Yeah, but like boohoo, right? The game's gonna make so much money. Like, I'm pay, I'm buy like Xbox, pay your fees. Though. I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I have it on a. I'll be getting it on PlayStation and Xbox for sure uh, first, but I do want to get it on PC so I can stream it easier. But mm-hmm. like, you know. I, I want there to be some something some worth it, you know. I mean, yeah, because it's right there on the computer. I don't have to hook up any capture card or anything, you know, like do any okay. of that. I just hit stream and I'm good to go. Cool. Uh, let's move over to uh, to Sega. Sega Sega is a weird company, right? Love them, love them, but God, it's they're weird. Just, it's not just me who thinks that, right? They're just they're weird. Yeah, they're, they're gonna have I, a they have a big movie coming out this year. No. <laughs> I didn't make videos, I didn't make any videos on Sega this week. I made zero. Yeah, I heard you had a lot to say about uh, about this, RJ. About that. yeah, quite a bit. You guys can, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they didn't they didn't do too well with their last report. If I, if I was hearing this right, no they made, man, they made a little bit of money. <laughs> they made some money. Their, their Pacheco division is down. Sega's yearly yeah. profits were down seventy percent. 70 70 that's not good did they release a game in the last fiscal year well see one of my hypotheses hypothesis sorry Valkyria chronicles 4 well that explains a lot yeah (laughs) well one of my one of my things was they probably were banking on the genesis mini to make them money in 2018 and having to delay that kind of fucked them over that's a good point yeah i bet you they were they were probably because uh, the R and D was probably going to be done with at games or AT games. They're probably doing it cheap. Exactly. So they they planned on this surge of money and then having to delay that just threw everything off. But I, I feel I, I made a video on it too. But I feel like I've heard this from Sega before. I, mm-hmm. I almost felt when I was making the video, I felt like. I feel like I've made this video before saying Sega wants to bring back classic franchises. Well, these are the franchises I want to see. And it's like, fuck, this all feels so familiar. Like deja vu, Sean. That's why I made a video today saying Sega's refocus needs to be real because we've heard this shit before from them. They've said, we're going to bring them back. 
and then they never do it. Like, this is the weirdest Japanese company, like, out of the major ones, you know, out of, like, Koei Tecmo and all. This is the weirdest weirdo company out of them all. Like, we might get they an Earthworm Jim revival. That time. Like, For the Amico, yeah. The, yeah, the, we, we might get that before them. So, you know, <laughs> Earthworm Jim first. Have we talked about the Amico yet? No, we can talk about that in a bit. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Sega wants to, they want to re- return to what classics is what they said. So I guess that means another Persona game. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to go back and get like Jet, hey, you know, Jet at Radio or something. What, good. What's a classic to Sega? They can't make a good Sonic game. Well, yeah. I think. I mean, the thing of it is, they have so many IPs they that they can seen work with. Them out. Yeah, they have seen them out. Bring back Samba de Amigo. Like, oh. like, why has there not been a virtual fighter? Fighting games are selling very well. The fighting games have the uh, the extra exposure of things like Evo and shit like that. Virtual fighter has always been a very tactical fighting game. Yeah, it's, they, it's always been the most. They claim that that was the problem. Like for the last couple that came out, how is Fantasy Star still just in Japan? Yeah, no Fantasy Star, yeah, no Vanquish, no Shining Force, no Comic Zone, no Skies of Arcadia, no Panzer Dragoon. No, I mean, like the list just goes nights, the list just goes on and on. I'm like almost in the rant mode here because I've already read it. I don't want (laughs) to kind of unleash, but I'm getting really close because it's very annoying because they continue to say the same things over and over. And then they go, well, Yakuza, it came out on PC and we made more money. And it's like, you... So wait, you released a game that was only typically on one system and put it on another system and you made more money? Who would have thought? Yeah, That would be a great idea. You know, there's only (laughs) one thing that can what? save this company. Only What's one that? game franchise that can pull the 70% loss into a 70% gain, okay? And it's it they have to put it on mobile <laughs> because they know the market would be here, but the game suits itself for mobile, all right? Seaman 2. Oh dear lord. Epic. Now story. listen, ep- you put it out no. for like a dollar, right? And and you have it on your phone and you take care of your little seaman everywhere you go. It's, yes. it's it's everyone, perfect. Everyone wants to see someone playing with their semen on the bus. I mean, it, it, you already see that every day, but like, regardless, <laughs> like it's perfect. Well, right. it's, you know, it's perfect. Super uh, monkey ball. Yes, that's yes. a switch yeah. for the yeah. switch. You can take your switch controller. I've, I've, I've ran it about this many times. That's the one game that they don't ball. love anymore. Sega doesn't love that game. And Sega I doesn't love a lot of things anymore. Sega doesn't but, love being Sega. Yeah, Sega doesn't even like being Sega anymore. This company, it's like a shell of themselves. If they're relying on the Sega Genesis Mini for profit, if that's what they were relying on for big profits, well, I don't I'm think sorry. it was necessarily big profits. I think the Genesis Mini is going to sell really well no, though because it has a really good. But library. that shouldn't be like okay, like because all they had was Valkyria Chronicles Four, and I think they probably had another game or two that I can't think Shenmue. about. Shenmue HD, Shenmue yeah. HD, Valkyria Chronicles Four. I mean, but at the same time, it's like. They, they, it seems like Sega, they, they own Atlas for those who don't know, because some people didn't know that they own Atlas. So they own all of Atlas's IPs, by the way. They yeah, own right. them, wholly own them. So it's like there's all these Shin Megami Tensei games that you could be remastering. And everything that they said in the report, you guys all read the report, right? Yes. Everything that they said was stuff that people had complaints for the past decade. Oh, we're going to localize more. Oh, we're going to put games on all of our systems. Oh, we're gonna actually do this and that. Like, like everything was literally some people have been saying for a decade. Sega does not listen to anybody. They're they're super. They did talk a, a bit about multi-platform stuff. Yes, which was interesting. 
uh, I wonder if, so I, this is something a lot of people have wondered because I, I think the reason people ask this question a lot is because to them, it doesn't make a lot of sense. People ask if things like Shin Megami Tensei is somehow signed to Nintendo and Persona somehow signed to, to Sony or Yakuza. And it's, it, it, there's no evidence of any of that. There's, yeah, there's no evidence that a contract exists. But well, didn't well, didn't Yakuza um, have a uh, Wii U only yeah. release? It was what Yakuza one and two for the right. Wii U. It sold like two thousand copies, and then Sega was like, "Yeah, Nintendo, you're never getting this franchise again." Well, yes, it was, it was a Japan exclusive. It was a Japan exclusive. It was Japan exclusive and Wii U. Like and, fuck. Yeah, and, and, and on top of that, I'm surprised it sold two thousand. You, you couldn't import it because, like, the Wii U was re is reason locked. Mm -hmm. So, like, you had to buy a Japanese Wii U just to be able to play the game or hack your Wii U. I think yeah. a I think a Yakuza would do okay on the Switch because there's nothing quite like it on the Switch. No, Saints yeah. Row the Third is about to probably sell pretty well because there's no Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. Yeah, I think I just understand why it's not like I don't know. I feel like I just I, I'm so weirded out that it's just Saints Row Three out of all of them. I mean that's I mean that's the one I I like that one more than more than the four. first one and yeah I mean four was just they just it's, got a little too ridiculous with four for me was four the one where you became president yeah, yeah like you powers, superhero hero powers you can fly across the map yeah. <laughs> I like four because it's just nonstop ridiculous crap three's three's good I like three but it I don't know it's just weird I yeah, like it all good, I probably didn't age well. But like if, if Sega's games came out, these Atlas games came out and they were all multi-platform, whether it's Persona on PC, Switch and Xbox, for example, let's just say the next Persona comes out and it's six and it's on everything. It's it's going to sell better than five and it's going to make them a lot more money. You so think, it, but it might not. It, But that would be the wouldn't that be it weird? Would. Though? Would that, it, that'd it be would. the weirdest well, thing. It, the thing is that it's Persona's base is mainly on PlayStation consoles. And I don't know if you would really expand in a considerable way to like if you it's if it's on xbox hey what are you gonna sell like fifty thousand extra copies you're not gonna it's not gonna be well, a huge number well, what about the, like base, the base is on sony but pc and here's here's the thing though the reason why in my opinion the reason why it's like the marketing of the persona necessarily isn't the best either they can do a better job kind of like how monster did with, with capcom but i think that the more exposure that it gets on different platforms it's just going to be seen as a game that people can pick up more yeah the base of it is on PlayStation, but that's because they dictated where the base is nobody else said they said the base was because that's all they've put it there so of course you're never going to have a base on anything else unless you try and put it on something else right so i mean i think they need to give it a chance, give it a chance for people to grow. And like, this is where Sega's miscalculations and management is a problem because you should be releasing your older games because the, what was it? Persona two or Persona three came out in what? 2008 or something mm -hmm. like that. So you got people, you got kids that aren't old enough to play it back then. This is how you bring your, your games up to a level to where it can get more of a fan base, release your old games in HD so people can play it. And then you can get new fans as you go along. But if you never re-release anything, or you put it only like on Vita, or you put it on these systems that never say anything else, then yeah, you're going to stay niche. And that's exactly why Persona 5 didn't sell more, because people didn't get Persona 3 HD, people didn't get Persona 4 HD. Put it put it on more systems and actually market it, and not leave it on PS Vita, and then you'll actually sell more. It'll become more popular. I, come on. Let's be real here. You know, like this is the this is the problem with Persona. They want it to be niche or something like that. They don't want it to ever expand or they do more with it. They don't What's do anything. They're lame. I mean, didn't didn't Persona 4 Golden do well on the Vita? I mean, it, that 
it's old. Yeah, really it's wide, old right? Vita selling Vita game. Yeah, so I mean, the new Vita is is the Switch. You, you you can't play any Persona games in HD. There's not a single outside of Persona Five. It's not a single Persona older Persona game from the the be- like, in terms of like a remaster. Not a single one on HD systems. Nothing on the PS3. Nothing on the PS4. Yeah, but that that's where it makes it sound like there's some sort of exclusivity contract that's preventing this from happening. Well, this miscalculate. They're just idiots. They even said they, I mean, <laughs> miscalculation of the market. They're they're literally just stupid calculations from Sega, thinking that they, well, I mean, that they don't have to do this. I mean, we can look at even like Catherine. Why is that not coming to Switch? Miss mis, miscalculate. They're I mean, <laughs> like, like how can this company really sit there? Coming to the Vita, man. Coming to the Vita. Come on. I mean, <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it, they make weird business decisions. They don't sell games, and they say we don't know what went wrong. Kind of like you know with the Sonic movie. We made a hideous Sonic character model. Said what went wrong. I mean, come on. The, the writing's on the wall. Well, they did blame themselves, so I, I'll give them credit for that. I know I'm ranting on it, but it's only because. It's only because they literally admitted all this stuff. They said market miscalculations. That means, yeah, we don't know what we're doing. I mean, look, Satoru Wada, late Satoru Wada said the same thing. I miscalculated the market, right? They messed up on the Wii U. He admitted that. This is the same thing they're saying right here. We messed up. We messed up on what the market wants. They clearly announced that. So, But like Sean says, we've heard this before from them. So is this going to be real? Are we going to see the remasters? Like they said, are we going to see the modernization of some of these franchises brought back? Or are they going to rest on football manager 2019? And you know what I'm saying? Like a Valkyria Chronicles and they make that crappy Azure revolution. Are they going to do, are they going to be that type of Sega? Are they going to be the actual Sega that, that people grew up with and like, yo, this was dope. Like we get all this, this, and this, like they've absolutely wasted Atlas's talents for the past how many years? Like, what have they done? They've just done a bunch of DS games, re-releases of DS games. Like Atlas has literally done, it's been like, how many years now from Persona 5 when that first got announced to Persona Royal? And we've got one game of that, of that we got the dancing game, Dancing Moon Knight, or so we got some Persona dancing games and oh, that's yeah. it. You know? Tijo, Tijo threw in the uh, other games that I, I think we forgot. Uh, Shining Resonance, Judge okay. Eyes, that was only in Japan, Judge Eyes. That's going to be Judgment this summer. Uh, Genesis, Switch Collection, Sega Ages. I, wow, they really didn't release that much now that they're putting it out there. iOS ROMs. Yeah, that was all in 2018. Yeah, yeah, Joe, yeah, we got all those there. They really didn't release much then. Uh, and uh, nothing nothing that's really a, a big blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, nothing huge. Nothing oh. compared to what they actually have. Sega has blockbuster potential franchises, so 4 million Five million. They have franchises that could do that with a certain tweaking here and there. They they can do it, but they're so scared. It's classic Japanese business. They're so scared of spending some money in order on a franchise that maybe hasn't done as well. They didn't they didn't go in like Capcom kind of went in with Monster. They're like, okay, well, we're gonna spend as much as we can. I mean, we hope this turns out to be big because Monster Hunter was not a ten million. I mean, we were all surprised, right? When Monster Hunter yeah. sold ten million, everyone's like, "What the hell? Like, this has never done this before." But they did it the right way, so they've they've got a they've. Sega has a franchise or two, maybe not quite the Monster Hunter, but they've got a few that they can bring back. I mean, Monster Hunter, they took a chance, they made it a bit easier and put made it multi plat, and uh, it did it did well. So risk it sometimes. I mean, you never know. Maybe Sega does that with something they have. You know, maybe maybe Yakuza goes everything, and they like, all right, let's see what happens. Xbox and Switches, here you go. I think they're dumb for not utilizing Super Monkey Ball. I think it's perfect for the Switch. I think it's a game that would sell numbers. Like Absolutely agree. Really Absolutely. decent. It's the look of all these other Nintendo games. It looks bright and colorful and, and fun. And um, again, the mechanics of that game would be incredible on the Switch. It's imagine a Monkey it. Ball. 
like back like in like 2017 like a few months after the switch launched dude what if it came out at that, that point at that point where it was like <laughs> not as many you know like it was one game a month from nintendo yeah dude, that game would have literally i would i wouldn't be surprised if that game be over 10 million units dude puyo puyo tetris was that that was that was sega that sold over a million on switch by itself yeah so i'm saying super monkey ball came out at that time 10 million units by yeah. now Get some HD rumble when you hit like the bumps and stuff. Yeah, or you, take, you take a Joy-Con out and just do this and, and move it around and you control the whole map or you can take the whole switch and tilt the whole switch. I mean HD the, Super Monkey Ball one and two. I'd be it'd be I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I mean, they kept screwing up every new entry after the first two, but <laughs> See, look, look, yeah, look, I like look, the one on the look, video. Modern Vintage Gamers got it right. Just set Radio Future 2. Just do that. Just do that. I'd be down for that. I'll be playing cool. that. How, wait, how is that? That game's not backwards compatible, is it? On the Xbox One? Uh, I don't. I didn't see it on the list How when I was doing research the other day. I'm gonna send them a message. Where yeah. is Virtual Fighter Six? <laughs> Where is Julie Hatcher and the giant? Uh, man. All right, so oh, Sega, God, Sega needs to get their, their stuff figured out. <laughs> Sorry for ranting so much. It's just ugh. say I, I I like Sega as a company. I think they're great, but I think they that... used to be cutthroat back in the day. Now they're they're just really nice now. <laughs> yeah. That was back when they had like consoles. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to dominate everything. They got rid of their console. And they're just like, okay, here's Sonic and the Black Knight. It's not. Modern Vision Gamer says it's not backwards compatible. How is Jet Set Radio Future not backwards compatible? Somebody get on that. On the Xbox. I would play that tonight if it was backwards compatible. Although I do have my Dreamcast with HDMI out. So I've Jet Yeah, what are you complaining about? You're ready to go. That M cable came in too. <laughs> Looking pretty sweet over here with uh, some Jack Ryan Radio 1080p. Dude, you're Dreamcast. living in the like the past version. Dude, I'm living in like I'm living. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, the Dreamcast looks looks crazy with HDMI out. It is something else. Um, it is, it is pretty awesome. Yes, but let's do that. Just say Radio Future backwards compatible. Biggie three announcement. Here first. Right Biggie three announcement. <laughs> That's their whole presentation. <laughs> yeah, like guys, all you need here's Jet Set backwards compatible. Here you go. Okay. Uh, and it's free on Game Pass. There was a uh, there was a list that actually leaked out. <laughs> supposedly a rumored list for Microsoft's E3, but I mean uh, another one. We get those. Well, here. We, it, we're not really that sure of it yet. That's why I'm the just best. Throwing. The best E3 leak list. I always want to say, don't public, don't make public. Like yes, that's how they go around offices. Don't yeah. leak this. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not really too sure about it right now, so that's why I'm not. I didn't add it into the, into the podcast. Maybe I'll see what I can figure out this week. Um, and then that then if people then if we talk about it next week, people are gonna know something's up. So there you go. All right. Now uh, we can never talk about the list. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll find the list and we'll just talk about it for fun. Uh Evan, what's another Discord question? Uh last one we have is kind of silly. So but it, there's a better idea to it. Uh Nintendo's next plug and play system should be a merger of GameCube and Wii with about 50 games on it. What do you think? I mean, we Anyone would buy Shouldn't that. Shouldn't it That's be just... the N64 first? We need yeah, the it N64. should probably be the N64. We need that, we need that N64 classic. That's just all there is to it. Yeah, um, that, I, that's the numbers one. You know, the, yeah, that's going to... Uh, you know, it's interesting. Everybody seems to have fond memories of the N64, but I bet you if people went back and played it right now on their TV... <laughs> Delete it. It's not going to be good. Like, that's the thing. So, 64 is rough, man. A lot of the games are 20 frames yes. per second. <laughs> like, it's... People have these glorious <laughs> memories, but man, like it's rough. It's all about chameleon twist. 
it's uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's it's, it's tough. Yeah. I have HDMI that Ultra HDMI for my N64, and it helps, but the frame rate's still really bad. But so that's why Smash Brothers is like this crazy thing on that system, right? When all these games are moving kind of slow, you get this game, and it's like boom, it's like quick. You're getting people flying all. It's 60 frames on the N64, yeah. the original Smash. So that's why that game is so nuts, and also. Uh, the Yoshi game what was it um Yoshi Story or whatever? Yeah, yeah, that was that's sixty. Like, as well. That's sixty on the N sixty four too. So when I played that game, I was like, I felt like, what is this? You know, like, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't look at frames back then like that. I just thought like, well, some games move faster than other games. That's how I thought of it when I was a kid. Uh, but those games always like stood out to me when I played those two compared to the most of the games on N sixty four. I think I think the sixty four is next. I it was it's either gonna be that or a Game Boy Classic of some kind. Those are the two. Yeah, I think Game Boy Classics highly yeah. probable as well. I think the six. I do think though, if they do an N sixty four Classic, I think it'll be the best seller out of all of them. I think that'll. Uh, I actually, you know, it's also gonna come down to the price. That's it comes. It, it comes down to the price and what games are on it. If you get rare on there and you have Goldeneye and Perfect Dark and Banjo partnership now, they they them and you know them and yeah. Microsoft, they're buddy buddies. They're going to the cinemas together, getting ice cream on the boardwalk. You know, they're hanging out. <laughs> so. I'm saying is don't be surprised you see some some really classic games. I mean, yeah, those games on it, and now Ooh. the N64 is you know if you're gonna own that thing. If Golden Eyes on there, yeah, that's dude. It's, they're gonna get me for a system and three extra controllers. Yeah, <laughs> man, <laughs> should only include one and be like, okay, now you gotta buy all three extra. But I'm telling you though, it, it's not gonna be able to be that cheap. Then, it, like, I feel like people Nintendo think that will take a loss on it. Is gonna be a hundred dollars, dude. I bet you that thing ends up more than $100 if it really is this dream machine that people are thinking of. I don't see it more than $120 if, if they do go over $100. Yeah. But I do feel that Nintendo would rather not try to be in any similar boat to how you know Sony went. Oh, well, but here's the I thing. They want good press. They show up with good possible. games, though. People will pay money. Oh, for no, it. absolutely. But I think once you go over that $100... It's a yeah. different thing to the public eye. It's it's like oh okay it's 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 now three digits okay because no, no one really cares like it says nine nine you know ninety nine ninety nine and then it taxes over a hundred no one really cares but when it's over that a hundred dollars it's more mm -hmm. of the the see it in your head feeling it's like ah uh, you know it's yeah. too many digits it's like when Sean goes to the store and he sees a pro controller is. Sixty nine ninety nine, and he's like, "I'm not spending." He's like, "Ah, it doesn't sound too bad, but if it said seventy dollars, he'd be like, fuck that." Wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Sean, did you get a pro controller yet? Nah, man. No, he got a second lamp. Remember? <laughs> uh, no, I got a light. I got a, a light, light for his second lamp, and I bought the arcade sign. Oh my god! Yeah, Priority. see, Walgreens hot pockets are like three forty nine. Real hot pockets are four ninety nine. He's like, ah. That extra buck is the big difference. Wendy's chili is two ninety nine and it's delicious. I'm when Wendy's that scares me. That sounds like it shouldn't be a fast food item. No, it's delicious. Wendy's still chili. Sean, you're still using all your stock controllers. You didn't buy any extra controllers, have you? You don't have like an elite controller for your Xbox. No. You don't have like a, who bought an elite controller? I have one. What has one? Sick in the head. I think, I think are, these are pro gamers. Probably. 
No, I, I, what the elite one is that like the one that has all the extra paddles on the back? It's like two hundred dollars. No, I don't. I don't have one of those. I, I I do want another Xbox controller only because it's red. But I need to get it. I need to get a new Joy-Con because the elite con- the elite controller is the funniest things. It's like it's all this cool stuff that is like here's a battery pack. It uses the yeah. oh, it's only <laughs> it's only for the pro gamers. All right, it's such a funny thing. Yeah, it's 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 used in my opinion. The elite controller is at this point not worth. I think the regular standard controller is good enough. I don't think you really need an elite controller for any. Thing, to be honest. I, I haven't played a game where I feel like it'd benefit me. No, you don't need a really it's just a really fancy controller for no yeah, reason. Yeah, it, it, it's a flex. <laughs> it's 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 one of those flex. It's like, yeah, you may have an Xbox controller, but do you have a pro like the, yeah, the, the it, real it's a hardcore flex? Yeah, after playing using it, it's first of all, it's heavier. So it's like yeah. you know, that's the cool. biggest problem. It's like it's heavy, so I, I don't want to like, use it because like, it's heavy. I like the heavier controller. This so. is the one where you, you can do like, you? Do you like heavier controllers? Yeah, I like that. It, right? Like yeah. that Astro, that Astro C40 is is heavier than the Elite controller. I really don't like heavy controllers. I like, I mean, that's why I like the like the Wii U, the Wii U Pro controller mm-hmm. is like super light, and I like that. So I'm just not a fan of heavy controllers. So I like just using. I don't even use my Elite controller. I, it's just it just sits there where I use, and I use like the regular. The new Xbox controllers, I think though, these ones are awesome. Just like the regular ones that you get now, they have the headphone jack in them, or the where is the headphone jack? Yeah, they have the headphone jack. These ones are really good. Yeah, that used to make you buy a little attachment. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. They fixed themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So, uh, not uh, no pro control yet, Sean. We'll we'll check up on you next week. We'll check up on you. Don't maybe worry. maybe this next week. Maybe. Okay. Maybe, maybe. That means no. It's third leg. <laughs> so, what's your favorite video game franchise, real quick, Sean? What's your favorite video game franchise again? I don't know. That's hard. If they made a pro controller in one of your favorite video game franchises, would you get it then? I mean, more than likely, but that's a different story. A special okay. edition, right? Like you need that special edition. Yeah. That would get you. That would get it. Yeah, that would work. I'm trying to think of what you would probably buy, Sean, if it was special edition. A nice Street Fighter controller. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Street That'd Fighter. be cool. It would probably have to be a. It'd probably have to be like a first party Nintendo though. Game. See, see, I already got the. I got. I got the PDP one. The Mario, the red Mario one. You know what PDP stands for? Pretty damn pathetic, Sean. Go out and get yourself <laughs> a real controller, okay? Yeah, they're like $56 at Walmart, Sean. That's that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a controller. It's, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, my, my right Joy-Con's busted where it just keeps drifting drifting up. And I'm saying, I'm like, I can't just like 40 bucks. You, wait, hold oh, on. It's drifting up. I have, oh, a whole no, video, I have a whole video on how to fix that, man. No, it, yeah, I'm not taking it apart and buying a replacement piece and doing all that crap. It's easy, though. It's not that bad. No, I kept going to Amazon, and all the reviews were like, this thing broke after 10 minutes. I'm like, That's probably because they, bucks. they probably didn't screw it in, but all right. I mean, I'm not going to spend $12. It's going to break. I'm going to spend another $12. It's going to break. The next thing I know, I could have just bought a new Joy-Con. Uh all right, let me let's let's go over to the Borderlands Three stuff, Jordan. Ooh. Jordan, yes. What what happened? What happened this week, man? A lot of stuff happened this what week. What happened? Because I was uh. So like, there was supposed to be a fun special day, and it was on Wednesday. You know, a bunch of content creators were invited out to uh to to play Borderlands Three. The gameplay reveal. They were able to stream it and make some content for it. Very, very cool. The presentation went well and it went smooth because this time they used their own equipment, unlike PAX East, where they didn't use their own equipment and they made that remark saying, yeah, we'll we'll use our own next time. And they did. And everything went well. Great. Uh, What happened was at the end, the way he worded it, Randy Pitchford, you know, magician extraordinaire, uh, he said, 
that oh you know like we're gonna do the same stuff with borderlands 2 like large dlc you know story driven you know uh packs and then you know some cosmetics but no microtransactions and that was a big statement he left at the end there there was a, there was, a, there was applause speech. after that Jordan. right a huge applause everyone was excited for it i was streaming the event on twitch i'm like oh yeah great you know that that's awesome to hear you know like obviously i expected to hear like the cosmetic packs the same thing is in the other game but the, the word microtransaction is what just floated around that was the that was the the key term uh that everyone was like randy what are what are you talking about uh and of course game informer made an article about it which sent <laughs> randy uh, rage and randy across the internet on twitter <laughs> freaking out about like how could you f me like this oh, like, that I, can't was believe, so I can't believe on this great day about borderlands or showing off this game you would come and take down your pants and, and f me like that like what like <laughs> randy your pants. like randy like relax don't relax. Fuck, don't fuck on me with this <laughs> dude he oh, was dude. he was not having it he was taking he was just replying to random people and saying, look, Andy, this is what you did to me. Just but not even tagging the guy who just replying <laughs> to people saying that. And he was going off on Twitter and he made a 20 tweet full on <laughs> uh, uh, like thing about the whole thing that uh, young. Yeah. Did like a whole coverage on every single, he read through all, all 20. Um, it, it, it's, it's a nut. So fast. It's, it's, it's very inter interesting to watch. And Randy, like I, I said this before the, this week, like, like I get it. You're stressed. You're working on a big game. Everything's going great. All you had to do was come out with one clarification tweet, and none of this would have happened. If yeah. you just would have came out with one tweet saying, "Let me clarify," and this is what I meant. I'm sorry that I didn't terminize this. He was he's his microtransactions, meaning no loot, you know, loot boxes or anything that's a you know free to play or, or like a Fortnite. Nothing like that. You have to buy currency or anything like that. He 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 wasn't considering the ninety nine cents you know skin packs that you can get like in Borderlands two as microtransactions. But here's the thing: if it's a small purchase, which it's a dollar, that's mm -hmm. small micro, and you're paying, and that's a transaction, meaning that's a microtransaction. Yes. Now I don't always agree. Like it's something that doesn't affect the game, right? Who cares? You know, oh, it's just skins. You know, you, you don't there's, have to get. There's it. there's people, but but no, but I'm saying as someone who's Borderlands like fanatic like like it, it's not the biggest worry in the world about dlc it's like whatever it doesn't affect gameplay that's fine but at at some point like all right just take your 15 dollar dlc packs and make them 20 bucks and throw them all in there yeah like at that point just throw them all in there and none of this would happen if you want to make more money you'll make more money charging five more dollars and adding a bunch more skins in the dlc packs um so whatever maybe this will make them rethink how they do it you know and what, what happens but Randy, it's a microtransaction. It this doesn't it doesn't hurt your game. There's it's not there's no one out there who's really that angry. Like there's people who are like, oh, they don't want it, they don't want to see it. But this wasn't going to ruin you. The only thing that's gonna ruin your game right now is is the, the PC version. That's the only thing going against yeah. the game right now. Just yeah. the little microtransactions about skins is not gonna you know make you lose millions of sales. Yeah, I don't, and I don't for know. you to have that overreaction is <laughs> crazy like i swear it's like the little things set him off the most on twitter someone could just be like hey during your presentation your bottom button on your shirt was a button how fucking dare you tell me that i'm the best day of my life you literally fucked me online you embarrass me like what are you bro what are you what are you relax all right i know you lost a usb once but jesus christ chill out take a break take a vacation Oh, with all that man. extra money you got for all these other business deals, you know, that were pretty shady throughout the last few years, take that money, go on a vacation, my dude, you know, to relax, go to TV or something. I, 
it seemed he was just trying to redefine what a microtransaction was so he could get out of what he accidentally said on the, stage. The, I, I think here's the issue, man, where it comes to people think of microtransaction, regardless of the definition or not, people think of it differently. People say Smash doesn't have any microtransactions, but yeah, by the way is. that you defined it, yeah, it does. But, but everybody will say Smash doesn't have microtransactions, but there's little 75% me fighter outfits mm -hmm. or whatever. But people don't think, people don't say, oh, yeah, Smash, Smash Brothers is this microtransaction the game. Nobody says it that way. So I think that's the issue that we're coming, that we're, Randy overreacted like you're saying but that's the issue that we have here stuff that affects the game or loot boxes and stuff that's like the cosmetic things things like that i like and this I, term in the chat nano transactions <laughs> or or even if it runs out right like whether okay is it something that you can just constantly keep buying over and over and over or is no. it something that once you buy it once mm -hmm. then it's done like paid dlc so people can also sep I've always separated those two. I kind of looked at it like loot boxes, microtransactions. They always just keep going over and over. Pay DLC, you buy it, then it's done. You don't buy it again. That's different. Pay DLC. So I've separated sure. it like that. So, mm. so that's it, makes how it, it, easy, it makes it easy for me to know the difference between the two, but not everybody does that. It, it, while, while it is like with the skins, like you do buy it once, you have the skins, right, for Borderlands. It's still a dollar for stuff yeah. that could just be in the game. And that's what I'm saying. I just call that paid DLC, paid downloadable content, because you pay for it once, it's no, done. Microtransactions sure. constantly. That, that I don't look like at it. Phone games or like microtransactions from like the phone games where you constantly buying like exactly. Fire Emblem orbs or something like that. I don't you know? see any of those transactions in, and like I, I still consider them a micro, you yeah. know, paid yeah. DLC yeah. transaction. Yeah, still but, a small but that, purchase. But that might be related action. But that just might be related to the community you're part of. I don't exactly. imagine a lot of people playing Smash are the pe people who are prone to be like, well, when I was young, I bought a game and I got everything in it. So I don't know why you guys keep doing this to me. And it's like, calm down, kid. It doesn't matter that much. And Borderlands is the game where people are from that community who are just like, why are you charging me for more? So it's mm, okay. But they, yeah. they're, but is, is, is for any like wrong, like the, the packs are. Borderlands has been the one of the only game series that I feel over the last decade now has that has been doing DLC right. When they make a DLC and their season pass actually has value to it, because when they when they drop a new story mode, they usually drop four pieces, except for the pre sequel, because you know the you know two K Australia went under and they never finished them. Uh, they have been these huge add-ons that have multiple areas that can last you anywhere from a few hours to 10 hours doing all the side quests, collecting all the new stuff, actual worth it pieces of game. While the base game feels like it's fully complete and it's huge own story, then the DLC comes and adds on to new story or side stories. It's never anything that's like a, oh, we're going to take out chapter three and then sell it to you uh, later on, like Assassin's Creed 2 did. There was two chapters missing when that game came out mm. and they sold it to you as DLC later on. Deus Ex was missing a whole chunk in the middle that it released as DLC. That was yeah, and, and that's and that's bad. That's DLC the wrong way. And I feel yeah. like, like I said, Borderlands has been one of those games that's done it right. And I trust that when Borderlands 3 has big DLC come out, it'll be good. Uh, I just think that I think the whole situation is blown out of proportion because I feel like the way Randy interpreted it is that everyone's going to start going, oh my god, how could you lie to us and have uh, skin packs in there for a dollar? It's like, no one cared. One, all, one person wrote an article about it saying, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, but, you know, just to clarify, there is technically dollar transactions, but, you know, like, it's no no problem. Like, that article wasn't a hit piece. Yeah, he's all. the one who he brought all the attention to the article. <laughs> I know. That's, it, all he had to do was come out and say, yeah, my definition of microtransactions isn't how Game Informer is reporting it. What they're reporting is right. 
and it's, it would be that simple. Instead, of, he took it to such an extreme of, you know, look look what he did on Twitter. It, it's almost like someone walking into a YouTube video, not watching it, then complaining in the comments. Which I know oh, we talk like about every a lot. single video. Yeah, I mean, it's like paper. It's like the Paper Mario clip. I go to forums to complain about games I don't play. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. A, it's a microtransaction. It costs me money. It's small. If I don't want to earn the cosmetic piece playing the game, I can buy it for a dollar. It's a microtransaction. I don't know what Randy thinks it is. No, it's 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 paid DLC. It's it's a dollar. I, I honestly think that's what he thinks. That's he thought that there's a difference between them um, in mm. terms of it. That's what I think because there are people who think that way. Paid DLC yeah. is paid DLC because what if if let's just say hypothetically speaking, you have a whole DLC pack with all this content. They say it's going to be a dollar. Is anybody really going to call it a microtransaction or are they going to call that paid DLC? So yeah. I mean that that that's why some people separate the two. You know? Yeah, it was he he's just worried of it of people taking it in the way of oh you're you're trying to sell us you know pay to win or something that's gonna affect the gameplay when it doesn't and we we know that we know what a skin pack is you know it's been in gaming for Halloween we had armor for horses all right like we we've had skin packs for games forever we know the difference of what's gonna be pay to win or what's just an add on little microtransaction piece of dlc i mean if, oh. if the industry's gonna get this like semantic about terms for dlc microtransactions then they need to come up with a couple of standard terms to describe. it wasn't the industry though it's just randy well like I randy mean, didn't know randy, what it was <laughs> randy's crazy he leaves usb drives with things on like, it for i i think randy is one of the funniest people out there because like he is this like he always tries to seem super excited and super happy about stuff. But then his online persona, like for being the the founder of Gearbox, like get off of Twitter. Like you are pulling an e what Elon Musk did last year. Like, like relax on Twitter for a bit. You are going to hurt your own game. You keep acting like this. Mm -hmm. um, like he always plays out like super nice in person or, you know, like very like common collective on stage. But it's like the second someone like breathes a sigh of anything that's, anywhere not in the positive like this is amazing like good job gearbox good job borderlands like a clap pat on the back it's like you're basically you're effing him like why'd you f like bro the problem is that he doesn't understand is that he just made the pr for this game ten thousand times worse the people <laughs> like like 2k and everyone who have to clean this up they have to be like oh randy's crazy yeah <laughs> like how do we come out as your publisher and say yes there are microtransactions when the developer is cursing at people saying there aren't microtransactions because i call them penny pavements <laughs> and there are some cool people at 2k that have been trying to uh you know tone it down but hey it's not the big a deal uh i do think someone i i do think randy should not have access to uh for being who he is, should not be on Twitter like this. I think there needs to be a, a t internal talk about that uh, from 2K and and then uh, Gearbox employees and all that. So yeah, yeah I mean it is what it is. I mean you that's know. a time like guy shut up. <laughs> it's like it's like until Borderlands Three comes out. Like if you want to like after the game starts selling and made its money, then you want to go on your tirades on Twitter until Borderlands Four. Like you know, <laughs> be our guest. But until Borderlands Three comes out, like it's only can you believe it's only four months away. To Borderlands, like, like it's just it feels like it just announced and it's already coming out. So, like, it's just take Twitter off for four months. All right, just be quiet for four months, Randy. It'll be okay. Let's uh, let's go through some of these super chats, Evan. We have some Discord questions as well. Still, no, we're all good. Okay, cool. Let's go through some of these super chats. Uh, it's from Sakon Ten says, uh, 
What Nintendo series you first learn about through Smash Bros? For me, it was Fire Emblem. Yes. Yeah, Fire Emblem. Mm, maybe... I'm not really sure. I knew about Fire Emblem before because of ROMs, but like, I guess knowing a little bit more about Fire Emblem after that, so it might be that. Everything else was pretty standard but Smash 64 because there wasn't that many, or sorry, Smash Melee because there wasn't that many different characters in that game. There was, I think Smash 64 may have turned some people on to Earthbound, I'm thinking, with Ness. Yeah, but I, I played I played, I played Earthbound. Even yeah. back then, Earthbound was like, you, if you were a gamer, like you kind of heard about it because it was in this big ass box. Like you couldn't, yes. you couldn't miss Earthbound. Like Earthbound, when you went to the stores, it was just in this huge box. So I mean, so yeah, but a lot of people probably didn't like know about it in that mm -hmm. way. Like they probably didn't play because like the box wasn't didn't have Ness on the cover or anything. So yeah, it was probably it probably was that. Yeah, it was um, Fire Emblem. I think I think that's probably for a lot of people was Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Um, Whatever, outside of that, I can't think of anything else. Uh, this one's for Sean. From Adam Young says RGT put stickers on the top of your N64 carts. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find them. I, I still have them somewhere. Oh man. <laughs> uh Mr. Uh, Bounty Hunter says if one kid talks during Detective Pikachu, I'm a brickum. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure in Detective Pikachu, if someone talks, unlike Avengers, you're not gonna miss too too much of the film and then they follow up saying kids do Fortnite dances and shoot up tide pods i guess that's when we were talking about like <laughs> there you go uh uh johnny uh says uh simpsons and x-men arcade one up who's buying uh me definitely especially if they have the uh the simpsons, simpsons arcade, arcade. oh that'd be awesome they Dude, need the to get out of quarters the amount of quarters i don't have anymore um, that I've game? been hearing it's uh it's a very real possibility. Really? Oh uh, man. Don't don't you fuck on me with He's the inside <laughs> guy. This is the inside guy. Dude, I'm telling you, if they have the Simpsons arcade, I'm getting that. Absolutely. Dude, that's, you know, they say need, it with me, big if true. They need a Ninja Turtles arcade machine. Ooh. Yeah, that would be awesome. Man, there's so many they could do if they can get the rights and make it work. Man. They have a Galaga one, right? Yes, I need yeah. to get that one. Think they'd be able to pull off a light gun one at some point. That Ooh. see, that's that's something that because like if you could do light gun and racing somehow, and maybe have them because like the golden T um, arcade one up cabinet is actually the most expensive. It comes in at five hundred bucks because mm -hmm. it has you know the big stupid ball thing and it has a light up marquee and stuff i think if you do you could potentially do a light gun game especially with that um the modern light gun they have coming out or whatever i don't i don't see why you couldn't do it hmm. okay uh robert says hi all long time no siege hello from sweden hi robert good to see you back Shout out to robert uh eric says uh, is the new xbox even gonna have goose game I wish. wait. What, is, what system other than the Switch? Obviously, or is the Goose Game on other systems as well? PC too, I think. Okay, okay. There we go, Eric. Got that. Got that figured out. PC as well. Uh, and then Eric also followed up saying, "If I can't play Heart of Darkness on the PS5, I don't want it." <laughs> um, I will see backwards compatibility. You know, see so what we get out of that. Uh, thanks, to Eric. Though once again, um, Box says, "I uh, love." Loved your Sega video, OJ. A lot of great points. Yeah, yeah. I just took all the points that Sega made in their own <laughs> in their own financial report and just 
said it again. But yeah, yeah, I, I talked about some other things in terms of other franchises. But thank you, man. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Sonic Team 2K1 says Sega is the largest of money. Uh, seems that way at times. Yeah, it, it's, no, it, 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 it is that way. They, they really don't want to make money. <laughs> uh, uh, Wishbone says Spartan console will save Sega exclusives. I forgot about that Spartan console. Is that thing even still a thing anymore? Yes, I got one. Okay. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. Uh, Kira Tengetsu actually makes a good point. Jet Set Radio Future can't be backwards compatible because of music licenses. I don't know if that's true. I know. I know Jet Set has some awesome, uh, some awesome music. I don't know what the terms or anything is on that, but I do know a lot of games like, uh, like the Forza games, for example, will run out of issues because of car licenses. And we have had music licenses in the past that were issues, so it's possible. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Um, still, though, I would like to see them make it backwards compatible if possible. But I guess is, I, is it because it's the popular music in there, or because of like the actual artists and stuff like that? that probably because the actual artists, I assume. Oh, yeah, like like the what's it called? Uh, what was it like the Dario box set? It doesn't have the original music. Yeah. So. Uh, Sokar says Game Boy will be the next added to Nintendo Online. So they're calling it for like the next system that gets added after NES would be Game Boy. There's some good games they could pull from that too. I'd be okay with that. You know what? If they go Game Boy instead of Super Nintendo, I wouldn't be sad. I think that'd be cool. Super Mario Land. I'll take those games. I think that'd be neat. Especially if they did move. I mean, they probably won't because it's, you know, it might hurt their sales. But to have like the original Link's Awakening on there a few months before the, the full on remake comes out, that'd be cool. Oh yeah. Um, or if they did Game Boy Color and got the uh the seasons and ages on there. Oh, oh, how about you You buy Link's Awakening on the Switch? You get the Game Boy. You get the Game Boy one. Oh, see, there you go. See, I'd be on that, yeah. Um, John says uh, somebody should make a video about the evolution of Nintendo handhelds. That's probably already been done. It's probably quite a few. There's, somebody... there's, a, there's a number of them. And, yeah. and one popped up in my suggested feed that had like 3 million views on it, and I was like... Hmm. Hey, I mean, there's different points of you know looking at everything, so you never know. I mean, maybe you should do it, Sean. There you go. There you go. There should there'll probably be a, a, a pretty good PlayStation original video out tomorrow that people should check out. So, you know. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Ars uh, making a uh, PE podcast reference saying OJ will take in quotations. This is never going to leave. This is this is the best thing. The other week there was a, a guy he got got on saying something wrong about saying, yeah, I'll take the D and uh now it's um transcended episodes okay. and i'm glad that it's now merging over here as well there you go uh <laughs> cypher 12 says free super chat yeah i think they were giving out like free super chats uh for um premium members for youtube people have like the the premium youtube membership stuff they were giving them out thanks cypher 12 appreciate that uh sage says uh foreskin packs lol okay <laughs> And then microtransactions people could live with as long as there is balance of free content content like Fortnite. I don't think people are as really frustrated by cosmetic stuff like they used to be back in the day with horse armor. Um, it, it depends on who you talk to, man. I've seen so many Instagram videos of just kids crying because their dad has a skin that they don't in Fortnite. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Ziljan says, this is for Jordan. Stop oh. lying about Borderlands 3 release. It oh comes my God. out April 2020 no okay he's always in my comment section saying that under all my borderlands videos because <laughs> uh yeah because that's when it comes out on steam uh there you go yeah okay yeah because they don't uh, see they don't understand that it also comes out on consoles you know <laughs> but i get uh, it hey apparently they're targeting 60 frames per second on the xbox one x 
That's great. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think the game has a lot of stuff going for it, but it also minute. has a couple things not going well for it, like the <laughs> Epic Store and Randy Pitchford online. What were you saying, OJ? It's not going to be 60 frames per second on like the base PS4 and all that? No, apparently they're targeting it for the Xbox One X. Not, oh, wow. There you go. Get it on the Xbox One X. So what's the what's the frame rate going to be on like the, the the base PS4 and the Xbox One? Oh, 30, 30 frames. So it's going to be a double the frame rate on Xbox. Dang, that's crazy if they can get it done. Yeah, apparently they're going to have like a, a frame rate mode, basically, and like a performance mode, and like a like a I guess just their resolution mm, mode, quality um, and performance. Okay. Yeah, so I think they're going to have like a 1080 60 or a 4K 30 on the Xbox One X is what it sounds like anyway. So you'll have options for that. Otherwise, I guess on the other platforms, it'll be like 900p and like 30 frames on the Xbox One and then like 1080p 30 on the PS4 base. I don't know what the PS4 Pro will do. Maybe that's like a 1440p situation. I'm um, curious. Uh, yeah. But if it runs, I mean, if it runs great on Xbox One X, like, you know, I don't have any preference to where to play it, honestly. You know, I'm down to play it wherever. I'll be, I'll Xbox. play it multiple times. I'll probably end up playing it more on Xbox and mm-hmm. PC. Um, just because I want to stream it, and I have friends who are going to get it on PC. Uh, but damn, ooh, look at all those uh, free super chats that just popped through. Uh, John that. John Early said the the only reason why a Sonic the Hedgehog film wasn't made back in the 1990s is because the technology wasn't ready yet. Mario beat Sonic <laughs> to the punch on that one. Nobody I know likes the 93 Mario Bros. film though. Yeah, but people oh. watch it because it's niche and funny as hell. Dude, I have a Blu-ray. I have a Blu-ray steelbook of that film. All right, that, that film is a is a cherished treasure and you you wouldn't if there was a sonic movie in the 90s it'd be just like the ninja turtles there yeah it'd be a guy in a fursuit it'd be awesome it would be the most the worst thing ever but it would be great it would be so good so i'd rather this film would have come out in the 90s than now it would have been great (laughs) there was that what's really funny is people were passing around that progressive like commercial of sonic the progressive uh auto insurance (laughs) and it was actually really well done yeah he looks good in wreck it ralph too like the, the the way they made him look in that film. Yeah. But I wait think, a minute. But yeah. like Toy Story was around, you know, back then and stuff. So they could have done something. Have you seen Toy like... Story One? Yeah. Recently? Yeah. You see how that film the animation <laughs> that film compared to what Toy Story Four looks like now? Yeah, it's a lot better now, but I'm just saying they still could have done a Sonic movie back then and it could have been good. weird. Apparently, don't act like Toy Story wasn't amazing when you first saw it. Like, oh, you weren't thinking, oh, this looks like crap. Yeah, but now. Why why would they have to make it 3D animated? How come they couldn't do 2D animation movie of Sonic back in the 90s? Yeah, they could have made like a land before time. The technology behind Toy Story was like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, It was like a scene apparently to get it done. Steve Jobs like funded it. So it was, it was, it was, was when I first saw Toy Story, I was like, well, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I know. <laughs> I think it was, it was Toy Story 2 had the most interesting story about like losing, like they lost Toy Story 2 for a bit, like because <laughs> the, the, the data <laughs> wipe. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, there was, was like Toy a, Story a documentary about that. I remember. Yeah. I remember That's yeah. fascinating. Like back then, the, the stuff that to deal with. Now yeah. it's just like, I feel, I feel like it's clockwork for them for all these movies. Yeah, I think it would have been, a Sonic movie would have been harder to do back then. You're right, John. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, hey, people people like the Mario Bros. film because they can reference it constantly for bad movies. So it's one of those things. It's so mm-hmm. bad it's good. Um, and then uh, I just had the window up there. So a bunch of uh, the what the free super chat stuff came through. Let me go through here. The the Quasar with a dollar. Thank you, Theodore Benjamin uh, Bergman. The dollar profit slaughter. Twice a dollar. Thank you. Damon RW. Dave Buford. Damon RW again. 
Uh, Irvin Mendez says, didn't know we had a fr free super chat. Here you go. Yes, they do have free uh, super chats for premium YouTube members. So if you have any uh, favorite live streamers or anything, you can go to them and you can throw them a dollar courtesy of YouTube. Give them back that 30% that they use. Well, wait, hold on. That means that they... They're giving themselves money. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's cool. That's cool, though, to do that, though. Uh, Frank Slaughter, twice a dollar. Thank you. Uh, Nico, Nico rocks a lot, says, I wish uh, Anthony Birch was with Borderlands 3. Ashley is in, though. I saw that there was, uh, there was, some, there was some strife with the voice actors, Jordan, if I'm not mistaken on that, too, right? Yeah, Troy Baker, who uh, voiced the character of... Uh, uh, what am I blanking on his name? Uh, was the clock Reese? Guy, Reese. Right? No, he's uh, Reese uh, from Tales of the Board, Tales from the Borderlands, the character you play as in in the the Telltale game, who's playing a version, who, who's playing a, a, a you know a big role in Borderlands Three, which is awesome. I like his character a lot. It's not Troy Baker's voice, and there's this whole thing online where you know Randy was like, you know, we'd love to have him, but you know things didn't work out, and then Troy's like, I don't know what the hell y'all talk about. I got no messages about this. I would love to do it. I would do it. And then Randy's like, oh, we don't know, man. I don't know nothing. We don't hear anything. I don't know. There's like a random little argument behind that part of it. It was weird. Because there was the other one with Dave editing, I think it was. Uh, well, yeah, he he was the voice of Claptrap. He he stated back in January when all the, the USB stuff came out and a lot of people online were talking about, you know, saying bad things about Randy, saying he was a mean person or all this stuff. He made a couple tweets saying everything you hear about Randy is true. You know, uh, you know, he's not a good person, all this other stuff. And you can tell if you listen to the new claptrap in the gameplay, it's it's close. Like the voice is close, but the voice inflections are a bit off and it, it's noticeable. And I've seen in, in my comments a huge like either people love it or don't like it at all. There's very few are like, eh, I don't care. But there's it's not, to me and at least to a good amount of others, it's pretty noticeable that mm. the, the voice is off. And when I heard, uh, um, you know, who was supposed to be uh, Troy Baker, like his new voice, it does sound a bit different as well. Uh, it's not exactly the same. So it's interesting. It's, it's for sure interesting. I don't know what really happened with that especially troy baker wanted to do it still uh yeah get troy baker he doesn't he doesn't harm your game at all in fact he helps the game so let's uh let's go through the rest of these super chests like quasar for a dollar thank you uh lucius uh says uh borderlands one remaster on the switch that would make sense but i don't know what i mean what they're doing bullet storm i don't know why they bullet storm first yeah i'm not sure why they kicked a bullet storm instead maybe it's just maybe it's easier to port over Way easier, know. in my opinion. The game's way smaller than Borderlands. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That makes sense. I just uh, want to know what happened between the conversations that Randy said they had. He said, yeah. We, they even tweeted out recently, like, yeah, we want it. We want Borderlands on the Switch, and they've yeah. had conversations. The conversation was, we'll bring Borderlands 1 or 2 to Switch if you, Nintendo, fully fund the yeah, that's what I was thinking. And Nintendo said, hey, Randy, go to hell. <laughs> hey, Randy, don't forget your USB oh, on the way out. <laughs> So don't you talk on me on this and randy's like i'm using that <laughs> <laughs> i yeah that's probably what happened though is they wanted him to uh, that well he wanted them to publish like and, and put a lot of money in to help with it most likely yeah. um avadon says uh if they don't fix sonic's legs the redesign is pointless yeah sonic's uh sonic's like entire body needs help but definitely his legs and his shoes like are completely all off like all off so you think they're actually going to give him gloves now instead of just fur white hands I, that's the one that 
I don't know because that's the one that might be really tough because he might interact like you know he With might stuff, actually touch touching things, objects. You know? That's the thing I'm thinking about. I'm like oh, I don't know about that one. Uh, we'll see. Uh, modern vintage game with a dollar. Thanks, modern vintage gamer. Uh, Dreadmaster, great Earthworm Jim talk guys. We're about to cover that in a second here with Sean real quick before we sign off. Uh, then Lucius with a dollar, no message. Uh, Sean, Earthworm yes. Jim, Earthworm yeah. Jim. Yes, yes, yes. What what are the thoughts here? <clears throat> I you know a lot of people are. <clears throat> Jesus. Um, <laughs> a lot right. of people are yes a lot of people are pissed they're like why isn't this coming out on the ps4 why isn't this coming out on the xbox one why isn't this coming out on switch and you know what i like that it's not coming out on those i like that it is a exclusive for the intellivision amico why because exclusives sell consoles and I, the Intellivision Amico went from, you know, what the hell is that thing to what the hell is that thing that now has Earthworm Jim on it? I want to know more about it. So I think it's it's a smart move. You know, one of the things I was concerned about with the system, one of the many things, um, was the fact that they said, oh, you know, we're going to bring back Intellivision and Atari games and shit. And it's like, OK, you know, th that's fine, but I don't give a shit about those. I want, you know, shit from the 8-bit and the 16-bit era. And the fact that they managed to get Earthworm Jim, they managed to get the IP, they managed to get, you know, the original team involved in it you know, all on board with this, like... Um, the 1993 team? Yes, yeah. Intellivision Jesus. did... And uh, Tommy Tallarico did a, a live stream on the Intellivision channel today with all the original people, like even fucking David Perry was right there, you know, front and center. It was like, okay, you know, is there, whether the system is a success or not, it definitely remains to be seen. There's so many questions that are involved in it. But the one thing I have to give Tommy Tallarico credit for is he's obviously putting his ass into this and he's putting everything he has into this project. So for that, you know, I'm definitely interested. So I love that Earthworm Jim is coming back. I think it's cool. And I think it's cool that it's an exclusive on a new system because it gets people talking and it gets people excited. You remember I that? I'm on the complete opposite end of you on this spectrum. I think this new Earthworm Jim, frankly, can it can go to hell. Dog Pen Nipple is a big, he's a transphobic piece of shit. He can go fuck himself. And his characters in the game reflect his views on things like evolution and all types of stuff. So, I mean, it's really, yeah, when the game came out and I was a kid, cool. Now, fuck it. That franchise can burn. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you say to that? Like, I mean, that, that's cool, you heard it you here know? first, folks. I mean, if, that, if that's if that's if that's your stance on it, like that's cool with me. I still like Jim. I'm still gonna play it. So, you know, you know, what's interesting I, is uh, the games on there are supposed to be like five to ten dollars, right? Well, uh, three to eight, three to eight, and then they're gonna have um. They're gonna have limited physical editions as well for some of the bigger games. I think if you if you come out of the gate with something like that and you know a couple other games as you know um, launching alongside of the system, I think yeah, you could make some you could make a little bit of noise. So who am I supposed to look up now, Nate? That I've now learned about apparently. <laughs> Doug Tom, Doug Tennaple. He's the creator of Earthworm Jim. He's a piece of shit. He's a transphobic bigot. He, he's he's a fucking asshole. Okay. I just want to know how fair is it on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> What's the fairness scale, bro? I'm gonna give it about an eight, eight and a half to nine. That's fair. <laughs> that dramatic pause in between. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like his, his brain was processing, processing, and he's like, you know what? Let's just go this route. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let, let me let me ask this: Do they need something else other than just Earthworm Jim, uh, Sean, oh. to help sell the system? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just to me, it's it's more of the fact that you know you're going after bigger franchises from that era. That's obviously you know what you want to focus on with this system. So I think it's a good first step. I think you obviously have to have more steps, like. A lot of the questions I have are about the controller itself because it's like it's modeled after the Intellivision controller. It has buttons on the side and it has a touchscreen interface and it has like a rotary thing. But during the um, thing today, uh, Tallarico is saying that you're not going to be playing it like you would a touchscreen, like just tapping it and stuff. So, you know. Hmm, okay. Yeah, they, maybe they'll have a separate controller as well, or I don't know. It looked it looked a little weird, the controller. That's we'll fair. See. We'll see. We'll see. That's, that's fair. fair. That was a, that's <laughs> that was the new that's the new yeah. big if true. That's yeah. fair. I think so. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh let me go through the super chats and we can we can finish up here. Uh, Modern Vintage Gamer with uh, another dollar. Thank you, thank you, Modern Vintage Gamer. Um, that's uh, that's our that's our friend. That's your friend from uh, across the pond, right, Sean? Yeah. Please, sir, may oh, I have no. some more. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Mono eighty two with a dollar. Thank you. Uh, Ryu uh, Cage says uh, Sonic done like Space Jam instead. Space Jam was something else when that came out. Yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited for the new one. That's gonna be cool. I think there's another super chat that says that's coming out. This is like Roger Rabbit, which, like, yes, like, yeah, who framed Roger Rabbit came out in 1988. Honestly, worked. I would have, I would love that. I do Roger Rabbit's one of my favorites. Oh, it's outstanding. Still, you can like watching it. It's right? so good, man. It's good. That's really good. It holds up. Yeah, oh, yeah. That and Spa Space Jam still holds up. Space yeah. Jam holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Space Jam has some of the some weird effects. <laughs> like when he gets sucked into the when he gets sucked into the golf uh what you call it the the hole uh yeah. that that was pretty bad but that, like that on blu-ray definitely you could see a lot more issues with but roger yeah. rabbit on blu-ray looks fine uh yeah. surprisingly uh ian r says hey all big fan here keep up the good work thank you uh ian uh uh cod mod says love the GameStop video free super chat by the way thank you uh mono 82 with a dollar no message thank you uh armand says groovy uh brian says um or earthworm jim not nearly enough to buy the intellivision that's fair right <laughs> uh zaya <laughs> and then henry cobb in quotations just saying that's fair <laughs> this is great uh and that's i guess that'll that'll be doing it for tonight yeah that's it for tonight let me go around here uh jordan where can they find you man uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Jordan Fringe. Uh, I'm working on a, a new kind of show regarding a bunch of video game entertainment news. Uh, and as I was putting on Twitter, you know, the the other day, this isn't like the same kind of news show where like I'm not trying to to step on you know any toes here, John. Uh, I want people to know, like because I got a lot of people saying, "Oh, you're just gonna it's rude to do that to John or anything." I'm like, I'm not making the same news show. Uh, as you or anyone covering the news. Oh, that's um, fine. So. Sean, Sean did it for a while too. But I mean, like, it's not like it's nothing like that in general. And I don't, I, I can't explain it until I show it. But uh, I'm working on something like that, covering a lot of Borderlands stuff. Uh, so feel free to subscribe to my channel. We're getting close to thirty thousand, so I'm trying to figure Great. out a giveaway for thirty thousand. Cool. What about uh, Sean? Where can they find him? Find me on RGT eighty five. Um, got some videos coming up this week that are 
a little bit um, different um, retro hardware. I got the Wii Duel sent to me from um, Citrus, I think uh, is his name. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. HDMI um, and uh, RGB modded Wii. So that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, um, I did a Sniper Elite video. That was the reason I was late because my internet just went out. So make sure you check that out. And that's fair. Cool. All right. I got about a OJ. Where can they find him? Uh, find me right here on uh, YouTube, uh, Player Essence. Also on Twitter at Player Essence. Um, I do a lot of streaming now. Uh, streaming has been pretty cool. Uh, we do Q and A's. We do a lot of like Smash Brothers. Uh, we're gonna have different themed shows that's gonna be coming up pretty soon here. We got a really uh, nice retool coming up as well. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to check out the channel, I also do a lot of dedicated videos like on like Japanese Nintendo gaming stuff like that. So if you like all that stuff. Uh, RPGs, all that. I do a ton of that content on the channel. So check it out. What about uh, Nate? Where can they find you, man? Find me on Twitter at Direct Feed Games. Link to my YouTube channel there, where there'll be direct feed footage of recently and upcoming Switch games. I actually have a few comparisons coming up in the next week or so. So be a pretty content-heavy cool. next two weeks. I'll be curious to see your Saints Row stuff, definitely, before I go pick that up at uh, GameStop for their physical copy. Sean, you heard about that, right? Uh, the physical copy of Saints Row at GameStop? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to stop by there tomorrow and probably pre-order it. Uh, then, yeah, I've actually run into that issue at GameStop occasionally where I um, go there and they only have one copy. Like, I think they only had one copy of Final Fantasy XII when I picked that up the other day, which is weird. Yeah, they yeah. only had two copies of Dragon Quest when that came out. Mm. Dragon Quest uh, Eleven. Yeah, so that, that'd be one to grab. Uh, oh, and David to finish up says, you rock RGT about to watch your Sniper Elite vid. Thank okay. you. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it here for uh, tonight. Spawncast episode 109. This one will uh, stay up, right, Evan? Yep, it just stays up. There you go, guys. You can uh, you can hang out, watch the rest of it, or come by later on tonight or tomorrow and catch up on the rest of it as well. So uh, that'll do it here for tonight, guys. Thanks for stopping by, and make sure you, uh, I guess, like the video on the way out. So staying up. Cool. All right. See you guys next week, 9 p.m. Eastern time.